Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Three Geeks podcast. We are here. We are live. We are happy. Um, I'm going to take a minute and talk yeah, about yeah, Warhound yeah. here in a few minutes. I know that our uh, our non-horror guy gave a review last week, and I'm going to give a review this week of it. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> If I was hanging out until fucking midnight, it was probably been a better con for me to go to, but I'm just old. Oh, it um, it is a con I want to get our podcast in because when I say it's packed on Friday, I mean it is packed on Friday. Oh, like it is the equivalent of when we used to go to Wizard World when they were busy. On Friday night, it's about triple the amount of people. In no, that, like building. they were they were turning people away on Saturday. Like they had really? already filled the building, and they like the, the fire marshal was giving them trouble. <laughs> yeah. The line for the screen panel, well, one, they don't clear the panel rooms like they did at Wizard World, and two, like the line to get into the screen panel uh, with the already full room was wrapped around the building. Yeah, but the building is kind of small for for what they're doing there. Like they they pretty much took over like the whole freaking convention center and it was not enough. <laughs> no, no, they need to, uh, that they are definitely big enough to start upgrading. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the food selection was fucking garbage. That, I agree with you on that. Uh, they Isn't it usually though? But, like when you only have like hot dogs and <laughs> what was the other option? Pulled huh? pork. Yeah, no, that was not pulled pork. That was that was, that was some crock pot pork. That was okay. some bullshit. Yeah, a sloppy Joe with a different sauce there. there. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, you know, let's not get carried away here. <laughs> it was scary. It's really pork. hard to pull news articles from this week that didn't involve the Oscars incident. Yeah, like, yeah really yeah, hard. Like. I mean, you figure with all of the shit, like, like people are actually dying in the world. Like, one dude slapping another dude is like not that big of a deal. And I mean, like, yeah, I'll give it the first couple of days, you know, when it happened. Sure, superstars don't normally walk around slapping each other, but like, well, I mean, <laughs> unless you're the master and commander guy, then then it's okay. Yeah, Russell yeah. Crowe will slap you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't like my singing. <laughs> what do you mean you don't like my singing? <laughs> yeah, but I have had this um, undeniable urge to watch GI Jane. I don't know where that came from. Oh yeah, yeah. The movie. I've never seen good. it. I mean, Justin and I were talking about. It. I want to see it. It's okay-ish. As a kid, I didn't like it. I don't. I can't say it as an adult. It was. It was much earlier in my life when I watched it. Yeah, it's like it. um, it's just okay, or maybe, maybe just okay. <laughs> At best, <laughs> I remember it being worse than just okay. But... See, there, yeah, there you go. Like, <laughs> I'm being generous. My my biggest regret from Whorehound is not being able to meet Matthew Lillard. Uh, I I God, he looks old. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's so, so <laughs> funny. Like he was yelling at <laughs> during the screen panel. Somebody mentioned Thirteen Ghosts. And he's like, that movie was awful. <laughs> he's like, that movie wasn't good at all. And the guy's like, I like it. And he's like, I'm glad you like it, but it's awful. <laughs> the movie is awful. It's, it's well, fucking stupid. Um, I got to meet Jesus. I didn't know. Um, Kylie and I are big fans of the show Prodigal Son. And that's why we wanted to meet him. I didn't realize they were the same actor until this day. 
because Kylie's like, that's him. I'm like, no, that's Jesus from The Walking Dead. He must be somewhere else. So we walked around. <laughs> sure enough, that did end up being the same guy. And then Is she that... got to, she got Sorry. to meet Pete Ulrich from uh, Riverdale, and um, she's like, I love the first four seasons of Riverdale. And he's like, Yeah, I hated the last few seasons I was on. I wanted to leave after two. The show's horrible. <laughs> Which was pretty. That's funny. rough. And then we got a Chucky doll. Join the family, Chucky Taylor. <laughs> Uh, this was my favorite cosplay. And then if you look behind his, uh, her, uh, you can see one of the 11-year-old carries. There's quite a few 11-year-old carries. Um, was there time. 11? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I met Don't Fuck With the Original, uh, Kristen and Becky. Sweet. Great people. I freaking love Kristen. Mm-hmm. She's done a lot for me over the last few years. And then Nev Campbell. Four and a half hours later, we met Nev Campbell. You see, like, Nev Campbell looks good. Yeah, yeah, Matthew she Lillard yeah. looks fucking terrible, and I'm like, I, I don't want to say like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that's a bad picture, though. I, I don't. Okay, fair bad. enough. I'm just like, God damn. The one like thing I like about Matthew Lillard that I've never seen any celebrities do, um, when he arrives, because his line is long, it's about a two-hour wait to meet him. Um, he goes through the line individually, person by person, and shakes everyone's hand. As he goes to the front of the thing, I thought that yep. was pretty cool. And that's yeah. how he catches COVID. Yeah, I mean, and, and and then gives it to the other half of the audience. So. Yeah. I, I would imagine if he's still running around doing this stuff, he's probably had it already. Like he's probably, probably, we all have had it. I think all of us. So, so far, show. I've I've not had it. Oh wow! Congratulations, Justin. You win an Xbox Achievement Award. <laughs> nah, we sent, we uh, sent uh, Tony into the, the fucking COVID uh, hatchery they call the YMCA, and uh, <laughs> he, he came back. He came back out with COVID for everybody, so it was good. It was yeah, COVID for everybody. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice carrying case. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. he carried his little like pumpkin, and then came out with a bunch of COVID, filled it up, gave out. Dispersed amongst the people. You get uh, a COVID and you get a COVID. Yeah, yeah, it was full on Oprah with that shit. It comes, oh. comes in the little, like, like, can, like, 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 like the Spaceballs Perrier. Like, you. <laughs> I want to take yep. a moment and talk about some sad news. We lost Estelle Harris, who was known as playing George's mom. I loved her. Yeah. Seinfeld. She and funny. also, um, she was Mrs. Potato Head in the Toy Story franchise. Yes. Yeah. And that sucks. I love this woman so much when she popped up in the thing. So I just want to take a minute and just say that uh, I hope that she rests in peace and so just like pop up into a, a toaster somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I love that she movie. Might, she might be a stuff. ghost now, so she could just jump and you know, yeah, wherever go. she wanted. <laughs> she did a lot of voiceover stuff. Perfect comedic timing. Yeah, she she, I mean, she has a great voice for voice acting. I mean, yeah, did a lot of it too. Yeah. So rest in peace. Uh, anybody else want to say anything? I think you nailed it. Yeah, no, no, we're good. good job, Thank you. <laughs> Excellent eulogizing, sir. Yes. <laughs> You're googly. Uh, so Tony came over and um, we watched the Halo show. Where he only let me watch half of it because uh, the show does not really follow the Halo lore very well and he's like halo lore you gotta throw that well he's like i'm done i'm done i don't want to watch this anymore it's stupid i liked it 
Like, I'm watching it as somebody who doesn't know anything about Halo. I'm like, this is good sci-fi. Like, I like this. And I, then I was out with Dan yesterday, and Dan's really the first person I think I talked about this, but uh, Dan also had similar feelings for Halo. Well, here, here's the thing, okay? Uh, one, it's, it's kind of a prequel because it, it starts before Reach and, and, and all that. Two, people, people's main complaint seems to be that Master Chief took his helmet off, but he's a soldier. He wears the helmet when he's soldiering. Like, you know, you, you, you want to see him in the mess hall, you know, in, in full gear, just, just trying to shove no, noodles into yeah, this. Actually, this. actually, you, if you're in any, any kind of military, they they make you take your, your cover or your helmet off before you enter a building. So, yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> I, I mean, it, it makes sense. And it, it, it's like, it, it's not like the video game. In, in the games, you only see him blowing shit up, which I admit is fun. <laughs> But he can't well, always wear the fun thing. I mean, yeah. that no, that would, not, that would not be good for anyone's sense of smell or... No, no, it wouldn't. My Especially only his gripe, own. and it's very minor, it's not really even a gripe, but um, every time I look away from the screen, his voice sounds so much like Pedro Pascal from Mandalorian that I had to keep doing double takes of what the hell am I... What show am I watching right now? Wait, did it flip to something I like? I mean, I'm not saying I, I, I think it's great or even good yet because it's only two episodes in. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, give it a chance, peeps. Come on. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad. It's, again, I have had. I had again zero expectations going into it. But um, yeah, me, me too. Like. But it it seems okay. The the aliens are well done. I, I kind of <laughs> dig the weird mouths. They go rum, rum, and, and it's fun. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know why why they have a human person over there, but whatever. Just to make things it's, just, it's actually he was yeah. an affirmative, affirmative action hire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diversity hire. Oh, just a Rooney that, role. <laughs> You guys seen seen all the controversy about the Amazon Lord of the Rings series? No, what? We, we talked about that, no. dude. There, there, there are you know like people on on the internet like that that the one British dude that ran for for Congress, the YouTuber or not Congress, but you know Parliament. He 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 British jumped Congress. on there. He yeah 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 British Congress. You know like he's <laughs> a representative from 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 the Liverpool state. <laughs> No, like he 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 went on this like hour long diatribe about how only Americans, because we are in, inherently racist, would would try to push black people into stories that they don't belong. And it's like I tried to wrap my head around this for a while. Why <laughs> it, it don't doesn't... they belong, sir? <laughs> well, because <laughs> it's 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 a purely British thing, and 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 they're not racist, so they shouldn't have to deal with it. No, I so guess is, no, is is his point. There's no black British people, sir. Uh, apparently not. Not 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 okay. when Tolkien wrote the book, anyway. There are no black elves, apparently. I'll go tell yes. superstar Lewis Hamilton that he's not black. He's either not black. Yeah, or yeah, not yeah. <laughs> you get to pick one. You can't be both. <laughs> one of the two. There you go. <laughs> but but yeah, that that's apparently a thing. I got sucked down in that that rabbit hole for a while, just Goodness trying to make make sense sake. of it. But yeah, it's just like 
apparently it's inherently bad. I uh, see. Like that's why I got bad props for Bridgerton. Like I'm not like a fancy people fan. Yeah, I don't really yeah. like this show. But at least they just like stopped giving a fuck about the nationality of people. And it's like, yeah. hey, we want good actors and actresses to play these parts. Like that's that's what we need. <laughs> so, yeah, the like, person nails the role. Who cares what they look like? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking. And I, I, I decided that my 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 stance on that because it it, it seems to be only like like you know British purists. For, for Tolkien's work, it's like then why don't you raise the money and make make the series? Oh, you can't because you don't have Hollywood. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> like, is is this person is is our affirmative action hire detracting from the movie? <laughs> you know, like, okay, like let's say okay, we're gonna call it what it is. Like, we only hired him because we needed a black guy. Now, is he taking away from the? Did he rob some other person of the part? Like. You know, was, yeah, it was yeah. fucking Daniel Day Lewis standing right there, and they're like, "Nope, we gotta hire Leroy from fucking Wisconsin <laughs> because he's here." <laughs> we hired Levar Burton because because he read the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, uh, it, it's it's actually a a, a black dwarf li- or dwarf lady. And, That's it. And they're, they're, there's they're one black person their in shit, thing, apparently. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, there, there's there's an elf dude too, but I mean, that, that, you, excuse, you me, saw the trailer. excuse me, your your racism is showing. Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, you Plus, mean a show about they, magical they, rings? They, they, they don't have do, black yeah. people. Huh? <laughs> well, since there were no black people in the original filming the the Lord of the Rings, then obviously you can't have black people now. Well, like, I think it's more the book. That? I think he had whole genealogy. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's what they're pissed yeah. about. Is like, oh like he goodness. doesn't make mention to other races. But it, it which... doesn't. He, he doesn't mention they're not either. Yeah, like, agreed. It's kind of like. They're, yeah, they're just people. They're just there. I mean, they're just a human or whatever. Why my fucking yeah. representation of this mythical, non-existent <laughs> race of people matters? <laughs> like, what is going on, dude? You get, <laughs> Chill the you get fuck three, out. <laughs> you get three three paragraphs on the, on the, the color of, of the Hobbit. You know, it's like it's like kind yeah. of pale, but not not that pale. Don't <laughs> 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 no, go full golem. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> and these guys are definitely green. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen orcs? Get a, over it, man. Like Appendix 26 it. is a is a color wheel. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm watching a fascinating show on NBC. It's got Renee Zellweger and Judy Greer in it. I freaking love Judy Greer. It's based on a true story, it's based on a true murder case. And the whole thing plays out like a spoof, even though everything that's happening is 100 percent real. So, like, but, Judy Greer's uh, pro- prosecutor is just one of the worst people, dumbest people ever. And it, it's crazy. Like, the um, the way it feels is a little disjarring. But knowing that it's all true that's happening, it's just, wow, I can't believe any of this happened. One of those yeah. Life is Stranger Than Fiction things. Yeah, yeah. it's still yeah. like watching I, Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're like, there's no way... That these people are like this, and then they give you just the littlest glimpse, <laughs> like it's the, like the actual people they're dealing with. And you're like, holy shit! Like, <laughs> I can't believe the actors dialed it back so much. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the uh, the judge and the prosecutor are best friends that are trying this case, and um, you know, 
he's like, well, I want to introduce this because I have a mound of evidence about this other suspect that you guys are completely ignoring. And she's like, it's irrelevant. And then the judge is like, yeah, I agree. We're not going to let any of it in. And it's like, <laughs> this is real. Like, this is actually happening. But uh, yeah, Judy Greer is fantastic in this show. I, I, I kind of recommend it. Like, like I said, the tone is very disjarring, but it's still fascinating because I've never seen it done like this where it played off like a parody should have been a parody it's ridiculous <laughs> that's cool i like you know it's yeah. like that um that rick and morty animation that they that, like they animated the the, the real uh oh yeah and then they just you know like rick and morty did the did the voices and yeah <laughs> uh yeah you're just like holy shit like this would totally work in rick and morty as like by itself if yeah. somebody yeah. wrote this yeah. but it's just real life that, that they're like holy crap like we gotta we gotta do something like that that's, and you'd never that's believe fun. it right you know like this is no yeah. that's that's a lot of fun uh, i might have to check that out i think i'll dig that on a lot of levels uh mike uh tell us about the new judd apatow show because i don't think you've said <laughs> anything on today's show yet well i don't want to annoy people with my whoosh, <laughs> so, <laughs> whoosh. um with my whoosh uh yeah i watched the bubble last night whatever <laughs> I was actually kind of hoping this is going to be good. I, I, I like a lot of the people involved. It sucks. Everyone involved is trying to make <laughs> it funny, but they can't make it funny because it <laughs> sucks. Karen Gillan and Pedro Pascal are probably the best performances in the movie, but it still sucks. Mm. And it's way too long. Like I, I about an hour in, I'm like, this feels like it should be over now, but it's not. It goes on <laughs> Apatow for you, though. That's like my biggest complaint about Judd Apatow. Even though I like most of his movies, they all feel long. Like even Forty Year Old Virgin yeah. feels long. It's yes. it's so, and I, I've liked like two Apatow mo- directed movies. Like he's produced some better stuff. Like people who have had him as the producer have made better things than he actually has. I feel like I've liked two of his movies that he's actually directed. Um, but this was just, I don't know. It, it, you know, it's about this, uh, these people who are making like cliff beast six the, in order to like during the pandemic and stuff. So they're in like a self-contained bubble at the hotel and studio. And so there's a lot of jokes about, you know, being in a bubble and self-isolating and quarantining and, nasal swabs and things like that and i'm just like cool people really yeah, want we've to all lived visit. this yeah people yeah, really yeah. want to visit this in 2020 um and so i don't know it the best part for me was when well there were two parts one part where i legitimately laughed and one part i'm like what the fuck is this and it's where pedro pascal is like tripping acid in his room and he has one of those workout mirrors and the fitness instructor on the workout mirror is Daisy Ridley. And she has an American huh. accent. She has a good American accent. I'm going to give her that. And so she's like, so he's tripping. And so eventually goes from like her giving him instructions to stretch to, do you want to have sex with me? And it results in the Mandalorian and Ray having acid trip sex in the mirror, apparently. <laughs> um, and then the second one that happens is when they're all in Pedro Pascal's room and they're all just snorting coke and doing a shit ton of drugs and they end up like hallucinating other celebrities faces on their own so like benedict cumberbatch is deep faked onto david Duchovny's <laughs> face or something like that i don't know but um yeah those are the two points where i was mildly interested in what was going on was, the rest of the time i was uh, i was messaging you all 
and yeah, wish I think, that was done. I think Mike sold me on the movie. I think it was weird, I like assistant director or something. Like it was like some weird uh, random British guy. It wasn't any of the main stars that they deep faked. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's movie. right. It was it was the, <laughs> it was the squirrely British assistant. Yeah, uh, I, I, I watched. 40, the, right? you, you know, like if you want, if you want to watch the bubble and enjoy it, just um, let the the kind of trailer thing, sh- like like don't go to it on Netflix and don't actually select it. Just let it play that trailer for you, <laughs> and it does, it does seem like a really funny, fun movie. The marketing they did leading up to this movie had me intrigued at first. I was like, oh, this. This looks like it'll be in the vein of like Tropic Thunder. It's trying to do a Tropic Thunder. No. The thing is, Tropic Thunder, you know, had like a story that actually went somewhere, and like <laughs> not everything felt like it was ad libbed linearama jokes from the actors. And it was funny, and it was funny. So yeah, I don't recommend this. I don't recommend the bubble. Fuck the bubble. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I watched TX one one three eight though for the first time ever. Yeah, there you go. And that shit is awesome. So, <laughs> I have not seen that. I've wanted to see that. I have not seen it. I didn't realize you 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 hadn't seen it yet before you. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. Either. Can someone give me a cliff notes of like what the? It's idea basically is? Uh, the first film yeah. George Lucas ever made. I found oh. the director's cut uh, yesterday for like five bucks, and it's got his director's cut. Which yes, he special editions THX one one three eight, but it's uh, you know what? It's not like. Dinosaurs lumbering across the sea. At one point, he does CGI the monkeys a little bit more, but they're in shadow for the most part, so it's not as distracting. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, look, it's a George Lucas remake of, of, of Max Podcasting. <laughs> yep, there we go. Um, so it has a director's cut. It has his original student film, which well, I was more curious to see the 15-minute student film he made more than anything because I'm just like, I just got to see what this is. Um <laughs> I like that there are themes he clearly carries over into other stuff. Like I said, the origin for the the chair and the holiday specials in this. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he had nothing to do with that, though. <laughs> yeah, I had never put that together before you said something yep. about it. So, yeah. Sid Haig is in this. I wow. Didn't yep. Sid Haig was in this. And, yep, he's creepy. Uh, there's a lot of business in that. Well, Donald Pleasant, Sid Haig, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's something else for sure. So I and I, I love the documentaries on it too because they have an American Zoetrope documentary that was really interesting, and uh, some of the techniques they talked about while filming THX. So I own it now. Yay! Hooray! <laughs> Samuel Jackson got an, um, an Oscar last weekend. Thank you. Good. That's right, motherfucker. I just I found out about it like yesterday or the day before. Like I didn't hear anything about it all week for obvious reasons. Well, no, the, the only thing you heard about, about was Will Smith snap, snapping people. Was that his first Oscar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! It was. It was right. It's been uh, so many life, movies, man. <laughs> it was one of those lifetime achievement Oscars, <laughs> but still, I, I think the man deserves deserves. I mean, he has had a lifetime of achievement. Yes. But apparently he only, he only gets the Oscar for one of them. So. <laughs> but uh, man, uh, um, so yeah, Chris Rock tickets went from forty dollars to four hundred dollars. Scalpers, man. And then one guy got so mad that he didn't talk about the slap during the show that he like raged out and got escorted out of the thing. 
what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, like, I'm like, like, oh, I'm going to get so mad about you not talking about this stupid thing that happened that I'm going to run up and, like, like it would have been great if you tried to run up on stage and slap Chris Rock for not talking about oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm giving the, uh, I'm just giving the highlights. Um, Will Smith retired from the Academy. And, um, so, I mean, that, that doesn't even mean anything. It that means he no. can't vote be, on the Oscars. Yeah, he can still be nominated. So, uh, I mean, like, I, I, I don't feel like he should just ever get invited back to the party. Like, I mean, like, if Kanye West can't go to award shows, Will Smith should not be allowed to go to award shows. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's just it. But, you know, it's it's whatever. Like, like <laughs> uh, If you guys I mean, want more if... details about this situation, jump on Podcast Lips now from this week, and you can hear me and Max talk about it at nauseum. Yeah. Yeah. We get about half an hour of it out, and that's really all – Anyone should be able to talk. <laughs> They're all rich. They're fine. Yeah. yeah. On, on that note, did you guys know that if you get nominated, you get like a goodie bag that's like a hundred k plus? Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, but I, my yeah, my, I do understand the. Um, it, they're they're all rich, but, but it's such well, a bad precedent it's for counting everything that everyone's advocating for. Like he's like, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth and shit like. That. And it's like, guess what? Thanks to all of everybody else. Ever, her name has been circulating for a full week. Awesome. Way to draw attention to it more, news yeah, cycle. Yeah, effect. My, yeah. my main concern yeah. about yeah. the whole incident was the precedent it sets for slapping comedians that are on stage telling jokes. Because... Or anybody you don't like to hear like express their, <laughs> their God-given freedom to say, you know what I mean, speak their mind. Yeah. I mean, I if, mean a comedian, if... if a comedian got slapped for every like mediocre to bad joke that they made, there would not be comedians anymore. Like they're, or they're ones with just... ventures. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, th- again, there's not a lot of news floating around in the world because of. Uh, oh, there's not. there's news floating there's around the world. Of... Just not nerdy, yeah. it, you know, superficial yeah. news. There's a lot of horrible, horrible shit, worse than a slap going on in the world. But you know. Yeah, yeah that's also. Uh, true. Who who watched Moon Knight? Yeah. Not yet. Um, it's fine. It's Disney. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm I'm enjoying the uh, the disassociativeness. The the like. Oh, he just wakes up like, and all this shit's going wrong. Like the, the that seems like I don't know if it's gonna lose his novelty. Sort of like um Tom Cruise and um Live Die Repeat. You know, it's like after he yeah. dies fifty or sixty times, you're just like okay. We've done this, but uh, I don't know. For the first episode, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I'm definitely gonna you know, like watch episode two. I'm not. I'm not. I haven't written off the show off the first episode. Um, <laughs> I, I dig Oscar Isaac's, um, so yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's pretty good. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I heard that the from most critics that they should have released episode one and two together because it would have made more sense and kind of explained more what was going on. But yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it. But I actually, I was like, props. Like, you didn't explain the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we have no idea what's going on. Just, like, this dude huh. freaking out. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, like, he'll wake up, and there's just, like, six fucked up dudes around him. And he's just like, uh... <laughs> 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 he's, like, half covered in blood. <laughs> like... um, so, no, I'm thinking that. Uh, but, um... but the car chase scene was a lot of fun. You know, <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's 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 good. You know, it's, it's. I will say it is 
such a relief to have one of these Disney Plus shows that doesn't have to talk about the Avengers or anything. Like, I, I didn't hear one right. other name drop having to do with Endgame or the Avengers or anything else. It was just like, mm-hmm. just thank you. Yeah. Thank you for just being a show on your own. Like, that was the thing that I noticed. I'm like, oh, cool. They didn't have to reference anything else. Thank yeah, you. But this, this is also the <laughs> first show that's not directly connected to an Avenger. Because everything else has been directly with yeah. the other yeah. characters. So, Or in New York. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the second episode, you're going to have to hear about that, that his wife, who was like, Caught, caught in the whole blink thing because it's oh, yeah. to New York it's, it's during, during, during the whole you know the the first time the aliens come in and <laughs> oh it's gonna happen they're gonna be like you're just like Black Panther yes. except you wear white <laughs> I appreciate the English accent and his sister's dating Spider Man just 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 for the hell of it no yeah. Spider Man doesn't exist anymore <laughs> in canon no. no. No, that's right. well, Spider Spider Man exists. Peter Parker does not. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. My fault. Yeah, I will. I will accept you pushing up your glasses again. I cannot <laughs> wait for that to come out. On. Actually, that... <laughs> actually, um, yeah, I so, can't wait to watch No Way Home again. I will that... say, I do love that. Basically, going back to the Oscars, really quick, that the whole fan moment thing, the whole. Th- online thing that was designed for spider-man to get recognition on on the broadcast completely sidelined by Zack snyder stuff <laughs> like, I, do, I love oh, that God. the whole reason there was this hey fan favorite movie it's like oh yeah spider-man's got this in the bag or fan favorite moment the three mm-hmm. spider-man together sure no it's the zombie Zack snyder movie that came out last year and justice league like and i don't particularly <laughs> care for either of those but i'm just kind of Laugh! I was I was laughing when I heard that news of like that is really. Funny. It's always funny when whatever you and whatever like they they spend all this money on to you know to to do yeah. this and it, it like gets hijacked by the people like yeah good I'm glad you know it's like uh, I would love face I would have loved yeah 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 I love Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> I I can see the Justice League winning fan moment because that movie literally exists because fans pushed for it. Oh yeah, because the fans are. Like dangerously hardcore sometimes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, put some on a list maybe. <laughs> they're they're, they're on the list. It's fine. There's already a list. <laughs> Did, so I saw a random article and I didn't actually get a chance to read it, but I thought it'd be fun to talk about here. Is uh, the brand TV brand Vizio? Uh, Apparently, he's going to do like banner ads for the TV, like not even like yeah. related to, like you're not you're not even watching television. You just turn TV on, you're going to get an ad. Like I despise that. Like yeah. that is uh. so. Well, um, yeah. Turn on Roku, you get ad. Yeah, I just yeah, I just don't like. I'm buying your product. I'm supporting you. Like I don't like this isn't a yeah, subscription service to your own your TV. Support like... me more. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've seen. I've seen people up up in arms about that. It's like the 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 basketball game from from this year too that 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 plays ads for you. Ugh, it just that that's ugh. yeah that that's terrible. Puppy it's sounds gross. upset too. Yeah, puppy yeah. sounds very upset. Yeah, yeah Ham, Ham is having none of this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he is not a fan of ads in any way, shape, or way. Like, listen to him. That's right, buddy. You tell him. 
I agree. He just so. really wants to play 2K22, but he can't because he's got to watch his Nike ads. <laughs> Freaking <Yeah>. ads! <laughs> I only have 10 minutes and you're half yeah, of yeah, this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want uh, <laughs> a Ford truck. Get this thing out of here. <laughs> oh, man. What a week. Like, really, what yeah. a week. Uh, we're going to get into a Bruce Willis top five here in a moment. Uh, but um, it. Max is totally prepared, right, Max? Yes. 100% prepared. I'm just uh, flipping <laughs> through the old notebook, got the notebook and pen here. Um, <laughs> we're just going to make <laughs> sure that I got the whole list down here. So um, I'm not uh, not clicking over to Google Bruce Willis movies. Don't, don't even... Uh, you know, don't think that at all. As, as I hear the clicking of keyboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 quiet, all of you. What, what we learned this week is that Bruce Willis is retiring from acting because of aphasia, and um, uh, there's been sources that have come out, and so that's one of the reasons Bruce Willis has been just cranking out movies over and over again, because he wanted to leave enough money to take care of his family and everything, which, you know, it makes sense. And, um, I, I know they rescinded his Raspberry Award because of uh, finding out that. Oh, good raspberries! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like now that now they get all nice and noble. It's like fuck you. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Raspberry Awards, even though they're not televised. I find them funny sometimes. I mean, taking pot shots, yeah, people that are trying, kind yeah, of it floats your butt. <laughs> I mean. Man. I mean, the Razzies, they, 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 back in the day, we used to be funny, but now they're kind of not. It's a lot of mean spiritedness now. Like, I do remember, yeah. like, earlier Razzies, like, there was at least, like, I think the turning point for it was when you had someone like Halle Berry actually, yeah, Razzie and be yeah. like, thank yeah. you. I acknowledge that this movie was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like, okay, cool. Maybe that was like peak where it's like, okay, now at least one of the yeah. subjects is was self-aware enough to accept that now it's just more like well i guess we just gotta get meaner now yeah that's not yeah if everyone can laugh about it i think it's a great time if they can't it makes it a little bit worse right it doesn't make it less, less fun entirely. and when it's done in like a spooky manner it's fun like, yeah now, now it's like it's uh more of a like anti-hollywood you know angry people yeah but hollywood suck I mean, <laughs> it's a double-edged sword, though. I mean, like, you know, do do you become the the people that 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 you despise because of your stupid ass award show? Like, yeah, yes, that is true. It, it's basically the story of uh, Anakin turning into Darth Vader, and um, <laughs> he was trying to do the good thing and conquer evil, and then he ultimately became the thing that he was fighting against. I watched TX one one three eight, so I got a lot of George. Like, can you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Bruce Willis has been on a lot of fun things, especially in the eighties and nineties. And we're gonna take a moment here in a few seconds to honor that. Uh, I'm stalling for a few minutes because Tim's gonna be joining us. I told him we were doing this at one, so he'll be joining us sometime between now and one o'clock. Stall so, uh, <laughs> for twenty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's fine. What else can we talk about? Uh, is hey, my voosh I... still there? Is what? <laughs> is the voosh still there? No, I don't. Hi, I don't. No, I've never heard uh... it. Oh, <laughs> you're good. 
Yeah. I got Dan over oh. in the window next to me being like, I can hear your voosh as clear as day. Yes, voosh. yes, your, 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 your voosh is still there, but I, I, I don't think anybody else notices. It's it's, it's fine. Their voosh, uh, unaware of the voosh. Okay. Yes. I'm ignorant of the voosh. Yeah, Justin, you came I, in late. There was a whole thing about voosh. Yeah, Fair. Yes. I finished uh, uh, Our Flag Means Death. The, you still the like it? Season. Not, yeah. Horrible. Now I'm sad, and I want more of it. <laughs> That's me. Every time I catch up on a show, I'm like, "Damn it!" <laughs> it just ends on a bummer, kinda. And <laughs> Max, you're muted. So he's yelling at his dog. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing the the list right now. I'm definitely yelling at the dog. I'm used to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to seeing Ma- Ma- Max's mouth move and that, on, that he's yelling at me. So I, 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 <laughs> I just figured, like, <laughs> a good time to yell. Dan that. had a disassociative state right there, like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what to do. To see, I see your mouth going, but I'm not hearing anything. <laughs> Oh, um, no. yeah, yeah! Don't don't mind me screaming, screaming at the dog again. I'm I'm not okay. List right now, oh. <laughs> I'm totally not filling out a top five list. Totally not. Now I forgot what I was even fucking saying, <laughs> but I wasn't being heard. Oh, I uh, just as an FYI, I. I I mean, it was an okay movie. Death in the Nile is on Hulu, I think now. I yeah, I I, oh. I enjoyed it. It's not. I mean, it's not great, but I liked it. I was gonna um, watch that today. I wanna yeah, watch that. our flag, our flag means death. Was yeah. It, I don't. I don't feel like it's a bummer. Um, it is. It is a precarious situation. But I feel like the bummer, <laughs> the bummer would have been if if they weren't all together. Yeah. So, but spoilers. He he throws the 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 scribe o- overboard. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he just climbed back on. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, but but he 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 acts like 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 he killed him though. So, uh, Max Young Justice came back last week. <laughs> what <laughs> was that? Was that surprise? And I almost vomited. Yes. <laughs> How did I miss this? Three oh, vomiting surprise. I mean, they're really quiet about it, but like, yeah, three episodes. It's a lot. It's a lot of Aquaman stuff. Black Lad. <laughs> <Black-lad. laughs> yeah. I'm down for Black Lad. Yeah. So uh, awesome. All right. All right. Something to look forward to. Um, yeah, I like I just watched the, the freaking four seasons of the, the F1 show on, on Netflix. <laughs> Jeez. Like, it's, uh, it's it's good. It kind of has a it's sort of like wrestling in that like you know, like the drivers <laughs> and like they have like they, you know, like this driver doesn't like that driver and and teammates are, you know, going up against each other. It's like, this is a lot of drama, and it's very interesting. But uh, also, I'm just like, I watched four seasons of this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, freaking Gun Justice. I love that show. I I feel like when they came back, they weren't as strong as they were before. Yeah. But uh, maybe, they're, maybe they're finding their stride again. Well, they're definitely trying to tell like some different stories just because they're like, we're not on Cartoon Network anymore. We don't need to sell toys. Right. So it's just like, yeah, they definitely have changed up their focus a little bit, which I'm, I'm totally fine with because honestly, as I just get older and older, I'm like, there's only so many times I can watch Zap Boom Pow ad nauseum. <laughs> Unless it's done I don't know. Really well, in which case, <laughs> they pull out all the stops to make it look really, really good. I'm all for that. 
Like I dug the magic arc that they left off on from last time where it was like Zatanna and her magic crew versus uh what's his name? The witch boy and Oh yeah. uh, Damien. Yeah. The other the other uh demon uh, child that like came over and basically like almost blew up uh, the earth. Yeah. <laughs> and Phantom Stranger was there and it was Yeah. Great. I know what show Mike's been looking forward to that just dropped on Netflix called Is This Cake? And um it's like a, a reality show. Because <laughs> you love cake, Mike. Aren't we, you, all, we all know this. You've never expressed any no, no. opinion on it or just cake in the past. Yes, you have. He just waters you around know. everywhere and he, he, he picks know, stuff up and he's like, is this cake? Random things. Hey, hey, I, you know, know, like, cake. When you guys think that's a show. Years ago, like, is this cake? I was kind of like, okay, that's cute. I'm over it now. I haven't thought about is this cake in a long time. Yeah, I know. I just I brought it up because that you were like very angry about it back in the day, and uh, now it's a game show on Netflix for you, Mike. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys think that's a skull right there on on uh, in yeah. Mike's background? But that's actually that's cake. Cake. That's cake. That's cake. Oh, that's it's really awesome. it's really starting to smell. I saw the trailer for it last night when I was opening up Netflix, and it's just like, yeah. Okay, so three judges stand there and try to determine if an object is or is not cake. Is that the game show? <laughs> can can they poke it? Shoe? Whatever. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Tim. We've been stalling hey. for you. Uh, we're going to talk oh, boy. about top five Bruce Willis movies, everybody, or our favorite Bruce Willis movies to watch. And I'm excited to get into this with all of you guys. And really getting depth i'm really liking these top fives i mean we're not going to do them forever but i think we're going to make april a month of top five because we've got some fun ones that i kind of want to <laughs> do uh next week we're going to hopefully have chris candy on to discuss his top five uh 80s comedies with us and uh it'll be a lot of fun but my number five first willis movie is death becomes her i haven't seen it in a little while but i remember this movie is great uh meryl streep's in it and these, what these women will go to to stay young is just ridiculous. It's true. So <laughs> Death Becomes Her is my number five. I remember being really creeped out by that movie when I watched it. Yeah, like, and the heads were spinning, the whole thing, right? Like, there's, like, yeah. You couldn't die. Like, when the one like gets a whole shot at her or punched in her, I, like, I, I saw it when I was a kid. And, yeah, like, I don't know. It really creeped me out. Like, I've never watched it again. <laughs> it did. But, uh, my number five goes to Sin City for Bruce Willis. Nice. That's a gap in my filmography, Sin City. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, I liked it. I like, uh, how, you know, they, they pretty much stayed true to the, uh, the comic as much as they could. And, uh, I, I, you know, I thought Bruce Willis did an all right job in a story that I already liked before Bruce Willis did. <laughs> Um, my favorite, well, my number top five is 12 Monkeys. I love 12 Monkeys. I watched it recently and it's a lot of fun. Him and Brad Pitt uh, really chew up the scenery. It's a good time. The show was pretty good too. The 12 Monkeys show was pretty good. They did a few years back. I've not not seen the show. I've just recently watched the movie. What were you saying, Dan? Are we holding stuff for later or not? Yeah. Okay, because that's later on my list. Fair enough. Cool. It's a good one. Let's go see how Tim is wrong with his number five. <laughs> Rude, but probably accurate. Um, so uh, for for Bruce Willis, um, 
I mean, there's a lot of choices, but I'm actually not the biggest Bruce Willis fan. I'll be honest with you. So, but the, I do have a couple movies in here that I really do appreciate of his. And instead of five movies, I picked four movies in one TV show. That's fair. So I used to love the show Moonlighting with him and Sybil Shepard. And okay, holding. Uh, yeah, Tim, Tim, that was the wrong answer. Uh, the correct TV show for Bruce Willis is Bruno the Kid, the animated show from 1996 to 1997. Uh, That's pretty entertaining too. So uh, yeah, just you can you can change the list now if you'd like. No, I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to my wrongness. You know what? Okay. You know that's I, I respect that. Just just I, own it. Yeah, that, I've that, gotten comfortable in embracing my wrongness at this point in my life. So I, I almost think, went with Bruce Willis on Friends, but I did not because yeah. I thought he was really funny on that run. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have Mike. a lot of holds as I bet. Uh, I purposely left Die Hard off of my list just because I'm like, yeah, it's a given. So mm-hmm. just imagine Die Hard is the pearly gates on the stairway to heaven. So uh, number five for me was Bandits. I really like Bandits with uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Kate Blanchett. Like the three of them yeah. have like really good yeah. chemistry together. Uh, and yeah, it was a little bit more. It had plenty of like action thriller stuff, but also a lot of like humor that worked for me and especially the the sort of siblingish rivalry between Billy Bob and uh Bruce Willis worked really well for me there. So yeah, bandits. Nice. Dan. And my number five is Moonlighting, as well as Tim's. Because <laughs> I may be one of the only people here old enough to remember watching it. <laughs> but but uh it it was a good, happy drama somewhat ro- romantic show and it it deserves to be there i mean that, that that that's what shot bruce willis up to where he is the sarcasm yeah between him and sybil shepherd the snarkiness the, the the quips back and forth that's where i started that's why i liked bruce willis for as much as i did like bruce willis a uh, question for both of you yeah do you or do you not agree in the quality of the show after the romantic tension was kind of done went way down yeah yeah it did because <laughs> because you're always kind of left searching for something ex in expectation of something and then once the writers gave into the expectation there was nothing left really for there for them to to build on it or, or go off onto it were still yeah. a, it was still a decent show but it was not the same show yeah they kind of did, did the same thing in Bones. I I, I thought when, when they got together and had 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 a kid and stuff, it just changed the whole dynamic of the show. How long did Bones go on for? I was Fucking, like, I don't know, eight nine seasons, nine, maybe more. Eleven, twelve, I don't know. I'll look it up now. <laughs> it was a winning formula back then. You take somebody that beats love and put them with somebody else, and you've got a winning show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They did the same thing with Castle. Yeah. We'll get uh, we'll get James Earl Jones and we'll put him in. <laughs> and and we'll put him in Conan. Oh, wait. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, it went for twelve seasons. Damn. 12? Okay. Jesus. And how long was Moonlighting on for? That was four years, I think. Four. Yeah, yeah. not three or four. Yeah, nowhere uh, near twelve. <laughs> Eighty-five to eighty-nine. So yeah, four years. Well, maybe if Moonlighting five. was a uh, you know 
freaking CSI procedural, then uh, it would have <laughs> yes. held on for another fucking decade. <laughs> Actually, Look at our magic yeah, computer that does everything. happening right now. It's the... <laughs> Actually, if there had the probably been network. less tension between Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis off camera, it probably would have lasted longer. But from everything I ever read, those two really didn't like each other. And so what they did on camera for the years when that sh- that show was clicking was actually pretty special because they hated each other's bleeding guts. So, <laughs> All right. Well, my number four is The Last Boy Scout with uh, Damon Wayne. <laughs> I love me some buddy cop movies. I do. I love buddy cop stuff. Anything with a buddy cop, I'm in. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I I thought I heard someone scream for a second there. I was like, whoa. No. No, 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 just just in your head, bro. (laughs) No, if anybody screamed, that was... No, if anybody screamed, it was Tracy Morgan hoping that he was going to pick him. <laughs> cop out. I hated cop out. I hated no. cop out so much. It's like the, oh that and Yoga Hosers are my two Kevin Smith movies I can't watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> Last Boy Scout. Wow. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's like a low rent lethal weapon. You know, like oh, it's... it one hundred yeah. was. But that's that's what I liked back in the day, and I've watched that one so many times. I mean, yeah, like, okay, who's the, who's the other fucking dude in Last Boy Scout? Not, not David Wayne's, but uh, the other white guy. <laughs> the other white guy. The this other white guy. black movie, <laughs> I believe. But the guy uh, who made Lethal Weapon made this. I mean, there's a couple yeah. of them, so well, I'm not really sure, you know. Who is the other guy? I'm uh, let's see, guy. there's uh, Bruce McGill. Who played Mike Matthews? Um, Frank Collison, who played Pablo, Noble Willingham. Any of those ringing a bell for you? Are any of those the other white meat? Oh, Bruce McGill always plays a bad guy in these things. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Show more. See. Yeah, it's probably best. Yeah. I mean, I could hold up my iPad and show the screen. There it is. Know. Big butt kiss. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. no! Uh, I'm I'm wow. remembering this, I'm remembering this movie wrong. I thought, uh, no, like yeah, the guy like I'm thinking of is not that here. Was, so. not I'm looking at the cast and I'm, I'm remembering this movie entirely wrong. This movie oh, does have like... uh, Halle Berry and Danielle Harris. Danielle oh, Harris is uh, horror royalty. Oh, old, old dick buckets. <laughs> old dick buckets. <laughs> <laughs> Max right. says it's a and it's like, ah, I don't remember this at all. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, where I'm am just I? wrong, you know? Like that, that's okay. I'm just I'm just wrong. Don't don't mind me. But yeah, <sighs> Dick Buckets really sold this movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> Did, Did you watch it on Bears Super Bowls? Last Boy Scout. Was he part of the commercials? You know, when you watch it on TV or something, he just just like roll it all together. <laughs> oh boy, uh, maybe I, I don't even know what I'm oof. thinking of. Right now, I'm trying Dang. to figure out what movie that I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I can't wait to figure out what it is. Yeah. Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll get back to that. 
back to you with uh, what fucking movie this is. Because <laughs> right now I've got a list that I didn't just make, and uh, I got to do my number four. <laughs> this list uh, has brought, been brought to you by Black Summit's Prime's Insanity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many good things brought to you by Black Summit's Prime's Insanity. <laughs> um, number four, I am going to say uh, Looper. Because that movie, I was so surprised Save. that I liked. Save? Save. Save. Oh, you actually talk about it. Go for it. No, 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 no. Hold on. We'll save it. Pass it to Jason. Okay. I haven't seen uh, it yet. I, I, I want to see it. I need to see it. I'll be very surprised if this isn't a hold, too. But uh, The Fifth Element. I love Save. The Fifth Save. Save. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have this all day. I mean, Bruce Willis is yeah, like yeah. a damn good movie. It's going to be like, what's your number three? We're just going to save it to the end. Just go for it. That's why I chose yeah, yeah. movies I chose because nobody's going to mention them except for maybe one. Uh, all right, uh, Tim, what's your, what's your number four? The whole nine hey. yards. Okay. That's a one. Actually, go ahead, Tim. Talk about because that's Mike just let everybody pass in front of me. That, that's right. an honorable mention for me. So for me, this movie, I I have not seen this probably. Oh God, probably in ten years. Okay. Uh, so specifics about the movie, I am going to be horribly vague on. I do remember liking the fact that Matthew Perry was in it. I'm a big Matthew Perry fan. Uh, even outside of Friends and other things, like I loved him on Studio 60. I loved him on, on a variety of other shows that Matthew Perry's been on. Dude, Tim, he was really good as a bad guy on The Good Wife. Yeah. Um, but this is also the, the show where I got to know who Amanda Peet was, and uh, I kind of liked her. Uh, anyway, um, and if my wife is listening, hi, honey, love you. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I just really loved the the interactions. Uh, Harlan Williams is in this. It's got a really good cast. Michael Duncan Clark, um, or Michael Clark Duncan, rather. Excuse me. Let me let me put that in the the right order. Show some respect to the man. Um, yeah, Michael Clark Duncan was in this. Kevin Pollack. Uh, yeah, it's just a really good cast, and um, you know, it it has some of those. Um, it has sarcasm humor and it has straight up humor in it. And to me, I think that's always a nice mix when it's not just one where they're always going for one type of joke and one type of thing where they can work in various types of humor. And there's some physicality and the whole, the whole nine yards. See what I did there. You're a, you are punny. You're a punny guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, basically everything you said my number four is the whole nine yards as well uh i this is i will say this is like one of the moments wherein i kind of got a glimmer of like okay bruce willis is good at playing an asshole a little too well i wonder if maybe that carries over into real life uh and but I, it was cool it worked for the part because you know he's supposed to be this really cagey kind of cool in terms of like his demeanor but also standoffish because he's in hiding and so forth so uh i really did like his chemistry uh with with matthew perry and overall like it reminded me a lot it gave me like got shorty vibes or get shorty vibes which i love Mm -hmm. get shorty so yeah uh, i was really appreciative of that too so it was a chance for me to really like bruce willis in the different kind of setting where it's more comedy based than and he's still like an action guy you know it's yeah. like he's not really doing anything different but they just like form the movie different around him yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's always had good timing regardless of yeah oh for sure for sure <laughs> 
Dan? My number four is the Hudson Hawk. Okay, I was wondering if it was going to make anyone's list. <laughs> because it's such a bad movie that, that, that it's so much fun to watch just, just to see how this went so wrong. <laughs> oh my it's, goodness. It's so bad it's almost good. Yeah. It's like, if, well, we were no, doing, it's... if we were doing top five bad Bruce Willis movies, Hudson Hawk would probably be number one. That'd have been a much more like exciting list, I think. There's a lot. Yeah, of yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You just I, choose any movie from last year, and you you've got your top five list. I would actually have a different top uh, number one for worst movie for him. So, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I love how they push that into such a flop. I mean, it it had the video game, and it, it was it was like marketed so hugely, and then it it was just the the a terrible terrible movie. Anyway, <laughs> that's not, all right. My number three is Striking Distance. I've never seen that movie. Okay. I, in, I love the movie. Isn't that the one uh, out on the water? Like he's a a, a a boat cop. Yeah, Die Hard on the water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, I love my '80s and '90s action movies. There's no denying it. You guys all know that, and this is definitely a '90s action movie that I really enjoyed. And I think the song that they play on. Uh, Right before a kill is coming is like Little Red Riding Hood, I think. It's been a little bit since I've seen it, but uh yeah, no, I absolutely love this movie. It's my number three. Oh yeah. It's got Sarah Jessica Longface Parker in it. There we go. Yes. <laughs> Someday though, you're gonna have to explain the plot to me, Jason, because I I've, I've watched the movie twice and it makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't have to make sense, Dan. Explosions. There's a boat, yeah, yeah. there's explosions I mean... and Pew pew pew. I mean, that's that's. Oh, much... Does he crawl through with a lighter? Because that's the one where he's a uh, he's... he's retired. He's like a he's like a fire cop or something. What wasn't he in that one? Or am I am I thinking of another movie? I think you're thinking of another. I'm gonna movie. start calling firefighters fire cops. He's got a, he's, he's got a... No no no. He he's you he's might want to fire... do that from a... you might want to do he... that one from a distance. Yeah. And... Oh, you're a fire cop, huh? Thank you for your service. <laughs> He's the investigator for the fire uh, fires. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> unless it's a whole a, a totally different movie, and I, I'm I'm in Max's camp at this point. Uh, Max, your turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. I'm not. Uh, I'm not adjusting my list. Okay, that's just not what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> totally <laughs> hard pivot. So number three. On my top five Bruce Willis movies is going to go to Unbreakable. What? Same. That's my yeah, number three. Actually, oh, yes. okay. All right. Yeah. Same, yeah. Spot, same spot. Or yeah, I have it at number three. Yeah, I have it at number three. So okay, no, that's cool. Um, uh, yes, let's let's discuss. <laughs> this is just like one of those times where I saw Bruce Willis doing a little bit of something else, where you know it's like he's got to kind of play this guy who's not. The, the the full-on like hey i'm a dick action guy you know like uh, he's trying to be a good father he's trying to be you know like a, a, a husband or ex-husband you know, like they don't know where they're at with that and and uh and then the movie just you know like it does it takes its salam alaikum twist and uh you know we we <laughs> we, we get the it turns out it's a fucking superhero movie so i'm 100 down for this one <laughs> mm-hmm. 
the thing I, I think I actually like most about the movie is not Bruce Willis. I, I actually in, really enjoyed trying to figure out who the heck Samuel L. Jackson was, what was going on with him. Because honestly, I think it took me uh, a couple watches really to understand or try to understand the movie as to what was happening and why. Because it's a it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. And so, you know, he likes to try and throw twists and changes in the movie, at, you know, especially towards the end, like he did with The Village and a couple other movies like that. Um you know, we're going to completely ignore Lady in the Water and anything he made after that. Um, but. Oh, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's made a few good movies after that. Uh, Glass. What, Avatar? Get the fuck out okay. of here. Any, <laughs> anything that is not in the Unbreakable franchise does not count. So, Glass. Uh, okay, then um, the, the the Visit. Where the, yeah. That's a good movie. That's that's the one good movie after that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? I I will I'll take your word for it. I haven't watched it, so we will agree to disagree. <laughs> we will agree Be because because I passed on that one because yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. For me, it was it was trying to figure out you know who this guy was and and then you know and then watching it as it developed into Glass and Split and you know what else was going on. It, it just it's kind of a cool you know chain of movies and i really like how this one sets up the others and and then trying to figure out again goes back to samuel L. jackson for me more than anything trying to figure out again who the heck he is what was going on and why he was central to the movie um my, my favorite part of the movie is when uh samuel L. jackson's dejected and <laughs> the guy's like trying to push him out of the comic book store and he keeps on like turning his wheels so he like rams into things i don't know why i love it but just like petulant samuel L. jackson in the wheelchair is it wins it for me <laughs> mm-hmm. oscar winner samuel L. jackson oscar with oscar yeah, award true. winning actor samuel L. jackson motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah um uh... Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson sells that movie for me. Uh, Mike, number three? Or is that your number three? It was my number three, too. So you guys, and you guys covered it. So, yeah, Mike, for sure. Do you have nothing to say, Justin? No, no, no. I, they covered it. It's all good. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to talk about it later. Uh, my number three <laughs> is Pulp Fiction, actually. Yes. Ooh. All right. That's my number two. Um, that was, yeah, yes. Okay. Let's, let's, let's hear it. Let's do it right now. Do it right now? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, even though he's only in a segment of the movie, he owns that segment of the movie quite a bit. And I really kind of, I mean, he's still got that sort of everyman thing, even though he's like a championship boxer and so forth. Uh, definitely you feel for his plight a little bit and the growing anxiety that grows around trying to get out of Dodge with his girlfriend and all the complex twists and turns that that takes the watch <laughs> yeah he handles that pretty well so that's all i gotta say uh yeah nine i love pulp fiction as movie and uh yeah bruce, while bruce willis isn't the best part of it uh he is in it and i get to count it <laughs> so yeah that's for sure i think uh pulp fiction is is just so good that you can't not have it on this list mm-hmm just the scene where he goes down in the basement with the shotgun and just like, oh, so good. Like, we're going to get some vengeance. I liked it when he was trying to pick which weapon he wanted. It was like very video gaming. It's like, do I take the, the baseball bat, chainsaw? No, no samurai katana. sword. We go katana every time. Yeah, it was real good. So my number three is the Bonfire of the Vanities. 
it's a weird movie. <laughs> and, and it's not particularly good, but it tried to take a Tom Wolf novel and and failed to grasp any of, of, of like the subtlety of it. And at times it, it it's meant to be kind of a comedy, and at times it's not, but it still is. <laughs> but it's 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 worth a watch just watching uh Willis and Hanks in it, just trying to act act their way out of a paper bag. It's 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 great. What movie is this? With Wait, Willis, they, didn't, Tom Willis? they didn't dampen the paper oh, bag for Bruce Willis to act out of? Not not really. The oh. the bonfire of the vanities. <laughs> that that flopped pretty hard, right? Yeah, that was, dude. That flop, yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that a lot of of Dan's movies he starts off with, yeah, this one was pretty bad, but, <laughs> but he loves them. That's the thing. I know, I know, yeah, no, it's... no, it's it's great to me because I, I there's movies that Dan highlights that movies that I, I know that were were horrible, mm-hmm. and so I so I didn't go see him. But then you know, I, there's been a couple, not not a lot, but there's been a couple where I've been like, yeah, maybe I need to give that one another run, like. You know, um, uh, what was the one you mentioned earlier? Oh, Hudson Hawk. I'll probably go watch that again yeah, because because yeah. I, I haven't seen that in a while, in a, in a long, long while on purpose. Um, <laughs> but I'll probably give it another try. You know, just because of our conversation here today, I can't say that for Bonfire of the Vanities, but you know, I, I can say that for Hudson Hawk. Well, because I just think it's a neat perspective. Yeah, definitely. It's one thing if like the movie, sure you find to be bad but it's fascinatingly bad or fascinatingly yeah. like misdirected or something like that sure as long as it's engaging you so i mean if it's engaging you on that level of like trying to see these actors pull something off with it cool and then yeah. you have movies that are bad and don't do that it's like when when you make a prestige film but you get it to the editing room and you realize you didn't make a prestige film <laughs> that's <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what this was. <laughs> well, we filmed it. Might as well put it out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, people have, have spent millions of dollars on this. We have to do something. <laughs> I'm gonna nice. go home. I was, I was a fan of movies since I was two, programming the VCR. But like this next one really changed the way I looked at cinema, and that was the Sixth Sense. I, um, yeah. it's the first time I remember sitting in a theater and just getting completely like surprised at the end and then going back, you know, later and looking for all the clues that built up to it. It just, it's just one of those movies that really stuck with me. Like, wow, this is what a movie can do. And I know it's probably not the best example, but for the time for me, it was, and it really just like showcased a different side of cinema. And I really like the sixth sense and it's my number two. Six Sense was all right, but I had it ruined for me before I went in. And, and oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. It's, that I'm like, and and that's, the, that's the weird thing, too, because, like, this is pre-internet. Like, this is pre, like, early time. I, I don't know, you know, it was actually pre-internet, but, like, I was not on the internet. So, like, it was, <laughs> you like, you'd, you'd figure I would have been able to make it to the fucking movie without, without hearing the end of it. But, uh, no, somebody ruined it for me, and uh, so then I had to ruin it for my little brother. Well, why was it someone in school or Rolled something? Downhill. Yeah, yeah, someone in it was, school saw it. And, and it wasn't me, was it? No, no. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Jason ran ran over and he was like, "Look what movies can do." This is the ending. <laughs> Make sure you catch up on to this clue, this clue, and this clue. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was actually in Puerto Rico when that movie came out, but uh, it's uh, yeah, yeah no, it's it crazy. sucks. Um, it sucked that. 
You're like, I didn't get to. You know, it's like watching The Matrix for the first time when you don't know what The Matrix is about. And right. yeah, like it just it, it takes something away from the movie, like not having that good surprise. Yeah. Like I said, I like the story structure and the storytelling. Max, your number two was what? Uh, I'm going to have to change gears. Uh, we're going to go Fifth Element. We're going to talk about Fifth Element now. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, That's my number one. So. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> Never mind. No, no. Let no, me, you're talk, let no, me change about gears it, again. No, die I'm Hard. Gonna, I'm going to I'm I'm Die Hard about not number element. one. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, I'm hoping talk about else tried to keep Die Hard off their list so that I'm not competing with anyone for Die Hard right now. <laughs> Dude, it, Die Hard, uh, um, Alan Rickman just like came out his first movie and like hit it out the park. Yeah. Like, everything about Die Hard is fantastic. Good villain. Good, like, I, uh, I like that, like, Bruce Willis is running around without shoes for most of the movie. <laughs> And yeah, like it's it's I mean, like I, I'll never understand why like he had to tell a German dude like you first tell him in German to shoot the glass, but he doesn't hear you, so then you repeat it louder in English. Like, what sense does that make? Like, he he, he should speak <laughs> German, but other than that, <laughs> um, no, I fucking uh, Die Hard's just a great movie. This is this is definitely one of the films that took Bruce Willis way up there in the superstar status. Um, but it's a good, fun time in Nakatomi Plaza. It's well, a great I, Christmas movie. Great Die Hard Christmas is the movie. reason we got all the movies. We got action-y post-Die Hard. Speed, um, yeah. Striking Distance, um, Under Siege. I, I like <laughs> how you too. throw Striking Distance in there like it was like it was yeah. anything. Like, that movie, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm saying it's a Die Hard. It was a Die Hard clone. That's what yes, I'm but but like you said, speed. Okay, like a lot of people watch speed. Nobody watched striking distance. I'm using it as an example of movies that it's spawn. That's all. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Die Hard. Fuck Teaches yeah. everyone's favorite cop, you know, Reginald Val Johnson. That's right. Uh, it's kind of interesting, you know, looking through the cast list. You forget how many people were actually in that movie. Yeah. You know, the cast list on Die Hard is immense. I mean, you've got Rickman, Reginald Bell Johnson, Jeremy Irons. There's Justin Long, Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. uh, Timothy Oliphant's in it. Um, oh, there's a couple the others. Franchise. Oh, okay. yeah. Yes, yes. But yeah, I mean, that's just yeah, that's just to, to start it off on the first movie. That's just a handful of them. There's more in there that, and there's a couple of people that I'd, I didn't know by name, but I knew them by their face as soon as I saw their face. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember other movies that this guy or this person's been in. So, you know, yep, black guy. <laughs> no, actually, his name is William uh, William Atherton, yeah. uh, a very pasty white guy. Dickless so. from Ghostbusters. There it is. So yeah, um, but yeah, he I, he was one of the people I didn't recognize until I you know saw a name underneath him. I, if you would have said William Atherton to me, it wouldn't have meant absolutely zero. Seeing his uh, picture, I went, "Oh yeah, I've seen him in a bunch of movies." Mm-hmm. So well, you might all know him from the classic Biodome. Um, I love Biodome. Oh, God. It's bad. It's bad. I was, I I was going for sarcasm, but holy shit. <laughs> I went and saw that movie when I was 13 or 14, and they asked for my ID. Buddy. I'm like, this is PG-13. I've yeah, never been carded. It's not R. Not no, before or not after have I been carded for a PG-13 movie. 
Uh, yeah, it, like Jason, I thought like they everyone knew your name at the movie theater. Like, like it shouldn't even. <laughs> like, yeah, he's go, supposed to be here. I had to go get Tam's dad to help oh us get goodness. in because, yeah, for Biodome. For Biodome. Oh, I was a Polythor fan back in the day. I, well, me too. Biodome's rough to watch right. now, but like I remember genuinely loving that movie. Now I'm, I remember the mo- movie that I, I know him most for. He was in the movie Oscar with Sylvester Stallone. Yes, absolutely love, love, yes. love that movie, and he's one of the bankers. That's why I know him. So, yeah, I, I went. I had to go through his movie list. I'm like, what movie do I know him from? I because it was bugging me, and I found it. It's Oscar. He snaps provolone. Snaps. Sorry, boss. <laughs> call me boss. I just freaking love that movie. Not Biodome. So, what is your number two? Uh, My number two was uh, was Pulp Fiction. So, I'm going to give you just a random fun fact. He played the harmonica uh, in Rugrats Go Wild. I thought that was fun. Fun, fun learning thing. I don't know. Have you ever listened to any of his music, Bruce Willis? No, but I was going to suggest that be our outro. We just play a Bruce Willis song. It's probably copyrighted to death. Yeah. Probably like every time you can. Was that was that with his group of Bacon Brothers? Oh wait, that was somebody else. <laughs> oh geez. Then where you at with number two? Uh, number two for me is Red and Red Two. I combine them as two as one pick. Yeah. Um, although Red Two is nowhere near as good as Red One, um, it's still a good movie. It's just not as good in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so for me it was definitely, uh, definitely Red Two. I I love the. The again, a lot of a lot of humor for me always comes back to sarcasm because I, I I love sarcastic humor, and I love the the crotchety old guys in the movie and their banter back and forth, and yeah. So for me, it, it's definitely uh, the ca- it's it's really the cast of Red. And actually, in this movie, this is one of the movies where I think um, for me it very much is about Bruce Willis and his acting and what he does in the movie for me. I like his character. I, I like what he does. And I like the the fact that some of the comments that he makes and, and the things that he does as he as the groups are working together. Um, I don't know. I just like his sarcasm. So I, I heard those were good. I want to see those. I'm not the biggest Red fan. I, it was just like just okay for me. Um, but yeah. It's, it's... Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's it's whatever. It wasn't it wasn't like the first one. I didn't watch the second one. The first one wasn't terrible, but it was just like it was just okay. John Malkovich wanted to get the pig to me is just the greatest. So, I mean, who doesn't love John Malkovich in a movie? Like, if I can get yeah. John Malkovich on an airplane threatening a, a freaking stuffed bunny, let's do it. <laughs> Man, so in our private chat, um, Justin just dropped the dad joke that um, when when he, Tim was talking about Red, Justin's like, uh, yeah, he said Red One and Red Two. I was like, Man, they didn't, they couldn't take out the Death Star. <laughs> I was I was proud of myself for avoiding the dad joke, but you know, Justin helped me out. I tried to say nice. private. <laughs> Justin tried to keep it private. We don't I don't know why that went. And I like just said I had George Lucas on the brain. I'm just like, what? what? Yeah. Red leader. Oh, oh red leader. That's how. That's yeah. why. Or yeah. Red that's no, red five. Red five gets shit done. Yeah. Red five. I took one outing with red five. Good number two. <laughs> oh, is it me now? Okay. Uh, well, we already mentioned this. Uh, well, Looper. Yeah. So 
who else had Looper? At- that was Max. He was yeah. Um, I, the uh, uh, between the face prosthetics for um, for JGL. Yeah. <laughs> with the no, like, I, I was just surprised I liked the movie. You know, like it was one of those where I just <laughs> feel like I, I saw it. I was like, this is a throwaway movie. I don't know why I ended up watching it because I, I had no real drive to see it. But then when I watched it, I really enjoyed it. I, I just, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those that took me by surprise. And uh, and, and I, I, I put it on my list more just for that than anything else. Like, where it's like, hey, this movie wasn't terrible like I thought it was going to be. What I, what I liked about it, it, it has to do with the Joseph Gordon-Levitt dynamic. Of, and, I, yeah, the, the facial prosthetic, the nose thing isn't necessary. Like, I, I would have believed that, oh, these – these are the same person, just yeah. decades apart. What I liked about that is it didn't seem like Bruce Willis was trying to do a a Joseph Gordon-Levitt impression, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt wasn't trying to do a Bruce Willis impression. Like it just worked naturally. Is like, okay, they're the same person. I buy this, right. and I do love his no nonsense approach to the time travel stuff. Like, don't think about it. You know, we're gonna spend all day here talking about time travel bullshit. So <laughs> we got shit to do. Don't even start to take this apart like the logistics of this so i appreciated that part of it too and also like i said this seemed like one of the projects in the early 2010s where bruce willis hadn't quite you know given you know up. yeah not given <laughs> he was invested like there was a feeling of investment definitely in the project and in what well, he was i mean and i think it was before the 2010s where you could see bruce willis like not given like he, he phoned in <laughs> performances before yeah. and and I think that's why I was surprised too because I was like oh this is going to be a phoned in Bruce Willis movie and it really wasn't and and that, that yeah that's uh, I thought was was one of those well things. like Jason was mentioning earlier with like the cavalcade of stuff he's been doing recently because I mean for good reason you know like it's a paycheck and you know he's obviously got things that he wants to handle before he retires so financially so of course he's just going to kind of breeze through these you know, show up for two days of work and that's it and not really invest too much, which makes sense. And there was this other thing that's going on, but it it seemed like there was a genuine kind of drive with stuff like Looper to be like, Oh, this is, this is good. This is a good one. I want to dedicate some more to this than I usually do. And if you can make a movie about time travel that I don't hate, like (laughs) props, because I fucking hate time travel that's what blows my mind like time travel is one of my something? favorite gimmicks no. in movies and i haven't right Jim, I mean, like, it's shocking i know but i can't stand time travel yeah i can't believe i've never watched looper i haven't Not, either yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised at that too like, like, yeah actually i'm yeah it's one that i need to watch i actually i was looking through it you know and i um so the very next movie that that ryan johnson made you guys realize was after this he did after this. He did three episodes of Breaking Bad, but right after that, he went into uh, his biggest, deepest regret, uh, getting flamed by Star Wars fanboys everywhere for the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I'm, and then he came back for Knives Out, which is awesome. Right, so. yeah. right. Yeah. Actually, I, I've grown to like Last Jedi, but it's um, yeah. There's a lot of good yeah. stuff in Last Jedi. It, I, it's all about perspective how, and how you look at the movie. But I often, I, I often wonder if he regrets me. that career step. I, I was happy to see Jedi shit that I hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, see, like when he force transferred him, like when he, <laughs> he did the fucking uh, 
astral projection. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is like they they've never done that in the Star Wars movie before. I dig that. Like that that like at least he had that. So I I feel like you can't take that away from the guy. No, but and I'm interested in like seeing Looper. Uh, I really am. This I can't believe I haven't watched it. To be honest with you. It's solid. It's a solid flick. Like, yeah, go check it out. They, they, it's a, it's time travel, but they don't really get too messy in the time travel shit. So it's, a, yeah, it's, it's 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 a fun movie. Does anybody have to take their mom to a, a under this uh, uh, under the sea dance enchantment under the sea dance? Does that happen? No, uh, there is a mom. I think they call it the uh, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I go to a club. under the sea dance. There is a mom theme. But. There is a mom, yes. Or oh, there are but, two moms. There are a couple of moms. Yeah, there's a couple moms. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good. They're all named Mark. This is a fun flick. Yeah, and and yeah. I just I like this. Why'd you is, say I, that? I think another movie that just got me to really like Jordan, uh, Justin Gordon Levitt. Like I can't coming from <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun. Like I would have never figured. Like I would like this guy as much as I do, and uh, he's solid. Mine yeah, was Inception. Yeah. Was Inception before or after Looper? Uh, before. That was 2010. Looper yeah, was 12. JGL. Yeah. Still don't understand that movie, but yeah. Really? I'm still not sold on it. <laughs> I've, I owned that movie. I can't tell you how many times I've watched it, trying to... It, I think it's so interwoven, uh, speaking of Inception, that I think it just kind of loses me. It's supposed to be uh, ambiguous at the end. Supposed to be left to your imagination. Well, that probably did it. Yeah. So <laughs> I think you might be thinking that that the movie is smarter than it really is. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. Mike looks scared. No, I was I was feigning. I'm like, it's supposed to be ambiguous. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have y'all ever watched the? Uh his video of like here's a story structure for memento and then like yeah just, yeah. And just like what the fuck <laughs> uh my number two are we to be now okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 12 monkeys and hey, somebody else already had that i did all right justin go ahead I just, I really like that movie. I mean, the fact that they were kept trying to th- make him think he was going crazy and like just the the inescapability of the whole situation at the end of it. Like, I had to like Google, like, hey, help me explain this movie to me. Like, I had to like watch it. <laughs> like, it was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. I really liked it. But cool, cool. yeah. And anything that Terry Gilliam does, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much cool with because <laughs> that dude's just, just out there constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the whole dark theme. I, I never watched the TV show, so I, I don't know if that that's any good or not. I but uh, yeah, I I I dig the whole set. It's it's just it, it's a it's one of those, those like it was one of the first like mindfuck movies that I, I I ever watched, and so you know yeah, like I watched Twelve Monkeys. I was too young. <laughs> I, and I'm not even saying like I was a young person when I watched it. Like whenever I watched yeah. it in my life, I was too young. Like yeah. it was, I had to watch it like three times. Uh, but it, but it makes you want to watch it three times. Like mm-hmm. that, yeah. that's yeah. Yeah, I need to watch it as an adult because I also watched it too young. And I remember really liking it, even though I had no idea what the hell I was watching. Right, like I think I'm grasping something. <laughs> I just don't know what that is. <laughs> 
know at the end he gets shot. Now, spoiler alert, he gets shot in front of himself. Like that's the only thing oh. I remember. Bro, that's a big spoiler. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, hey, cool. must been, it must have been Jason that killed the sixth sense for me. I, I'm remembering. Yeah, yeah. Now. See, he just he just run, run, runs over to your place every every time he 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 watches like like something that 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 he he, he thinks is a great twist, and he's yeah, just like, oh, Max, Jason, you got to like, see this. You know what happens? He he's, been been out, been out he's like Zach from Saved like, by the Bell. He had the giant like cordless phone, like the the, the mobile phone with the, yeah, yeah. the battery thing. He's calling me while he's running to my house. <laughs> well, I guess I don't need to go rewatch it. Thanks, Jay. That made that uh, yeah, yeah, great. He had this funeral anyway. So yeah, oh. <laughs> it's all. I don't get upset about spoilers. Like no, I, yeah. I don't get upset about spoilers. Yeah. Okay. He goes blank. He just it's turns spoilers. the video off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, My number it? one is Die Hard with a Vengeance. It was the first Die Hard movie I ever saw. And right. I freaking love it. It's the best, definitely, of the Die Hard sequels, even though Die Hard 2 is pretty good also. Um but I love this movie. I love the banter between Sam Jackson and Bruce Willis and everything that conspires throughout the movie. And Simon. I like the... It was a good villain again. Yeah. Yeah. And um... it was different. Like, I, I've always said that like, I want them to get... Like, when they make sequels, I want them to get away from the what makes it successful. And Die Hard 3, you know, they didn't follow the same formula as Die Hard 1 and 2. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, it's a whole different movie. It's like... You know, where Die Hard 1 and 2 are very confined to a small space. Uh, they are, like, running all over New York City this time. Um, Solving clues and riddles and mysteries. Yeah, this, though, does the thing kind of like what, what Batman Returns does. Like, everyone, like, it, 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 especially myself, I flip out about how fucking crazy Die Hard movies get. Because, like, he's not human anymore. But I love Die Hard with a Vengeance, even though this is the beginning of him not being a human person. Like, there's a, like, when he gets shot up through the freaking sewer, he almost drowns. And, like, it's just a completely and totally ridiculous situation. Uh, But he is hungover in the beginning. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. There is is that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, like, it, it dips into ridiculousness that uh, like they they definitely take and go running with, but uh, yeah, like it, I, I love Die Hard with a Vengeance. It's it's my favorite out of the Die Hard movies. Um, it, Die Hard with a Vengeance was a precursor to the Oscar slap because remember when they were driving in the car, the cop mentions Holly, and he's like, "Don't you mind your fucking business about Holly?" I imagine that sentence has been said by a lot of things, a lot of movies. Yeah, Jason. you're you're yeah. you're trying real real hard there, Jason. <laughs> Was that did that script start off as something else? Because I yeah, I know originally called of, time Okay, I was wondering because like yeah, a lot of Die Hard stuff starts off as not Die Hard. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what? I think we got a Die Hard movie in here. <laughs> because, uh, the first Die Hard was a, supposed to be a sequel to a Sinatra movie because they were based. Well, yeah, on yeah, the because the book was. Yeah, and then oh. they decided not to go with Sinatra and then reshaped it. Well, Sinatra was was just too old at that at that, that point because it was it was supposed to be one a spinoff of the uh, uh, shit. Ocean's Eleven. No. Uh, <laughs> Sob. Damn it. Yeah, whatever. It's 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 a murder one. <laughs> I'm running on broken glass. Uh, nice. 
Oh, oh, the Deadly Sin series. I, mm. I think. Anyway, Max, number one. Uh, that you, you hit my number one, so that was we we have a number one together. We did. Aww, <laughs> yeah. aww. that's so nice. Aww, <laughs> <laughs> that's so nice. Uh, yeah, no, Die Hard with the Vengeance. I, I, it's it's great. Like, um, freaking Bruce Willis walking down the street with the the freaking sign on his and. <laughs> And the motherfucker of all motherfuckers, Samuel Jackson again, uh, comes in here and has to save him. I, 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 yeah, I dug it. I didn't understand the humor in that moment until I got a little older. Because I remember just sitting in the theater, being horrified at that moment, like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, you were too young. <laughs> I like yeah, the whole Iron Avengers. Um, like- but sorry. I like the whole hey hey Zeus part in, in the 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 back of the cab too. It's like, it's like, what the fuck do I look Puerto Rican to you? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Zeus. <laughs> Zeus, Zeus. <laughs> oh man, right, yeah, Justin. Uh, we already kind of covered my number ones. So I'll just do kind of a, a caveat movie that or an honorable mention. Uh, Lucky number eleven. I really like that right. number seven, and it's a lot of fun. And he's and Bruce Willis is in like four whole minutes of it. That's that's yeah. <laughs> Listen, this wasn't my top one. You guys, <laughs> no, but like <laughs> that was a super movie for me that year of the year. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that movie, and I hadn't heard hardly anything about it. Like I came across it just totally innocently. I was like, I, I think I was at a theater. Like <laughs> okay. Now's my time. What movie is on? And that was the one that was there. <laughs> but, what a fun uh, one to fall into. I mean, you know, it was good. It was good. Like, I definitely had a much worse experience at the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like, who the fuck would thought, like, Josh Hartnett would be in a movie you actually want to go see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not Josh Hartnett. He was surprised, too. <laughs> no, I like the Josh Hartnett movies. They I liked him in Pearl Harbor. Harbor. That was about it. Guilty. Oh, oh dude. dude! You know what, Tim? You own that shit, oh, man. Tim. You own like I do. I do. I like. No, I like Pearl, like Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Come on now. <laughs> hey, man, that's good. I, I'm. Yeah, I'm there with you. Like, I, I there I, are there are parts of the movie that I think are campy and overplayed, and there are parts of the movie that I think are really good, and they touch on there's there's things where they touch on human emotions and things that people were experiencing in that time that. That you know it was hard for hard to be able to put into words. You know what, man? Own it because I own all the shit that I like too. So. There you go. I like Josh Hartnett in Halloween H two O, and I liked him in Forty Days and Forty Nights, the movie where he has to go without sex for forty days. I haven't seen it since oh, I was no. in high school. I haven't seen that since college. Holy shit! But I, I loved that movie back in the day. So Josh Hartnett, he's been in some good stuff recently. The Faculty. I haven't seen oh, yeah. that. All I will say is the Faculty. So can we do? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, what is your number one? Uh, I think I have the same number one as a couple others. I have uh, Fifth Element. Yep. Fifth Element is so good. So much. Fun. So, oh yeah. So many uh, quotable moments. So many yes. things. Um, you know. Uh, <laughs> and, and I think he's kind of a divining rod for the movie. But whether you like them, like the, him in the movie or not, uh, Chris Tucker. Oh, I love Chris Tucker. Steals the show, I think. Well, you know, it's it's kind of interesting to me because people there, 
he's kind of like I said, the dividing right is split right down the middle, whether people like him in the movie or they don't. There's not a whole lot of middle ground. I, for one, think he's freaking hysterical. And, yeah. you know, like, Kobe, 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 I got no fire. I got no fire. Was that originally supposed to be Prince or Michael Jackson? I, Prince. from, it was Prince. supposed to be Prince. Okay. And because supposedly Prince and they were the same body type, not the same height, but the same body type. They went with Chris Tucker because it would be easier to adjust the outfits that they had had made and in, in thoughts and for, much, for Prince. Much cheaper. Yeah, extremely yeah. much cheaper. Yeah, yeah that's true too. Yeah. Uh, one of my all-time favorite quotes in there in the movie, uh, you know, uh, comes from Bruce Willis though. Negative. I am a meat popsicle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Shame is, I really like Chris Tucker in the movies that he was in, and literally after Rush Hour, uh, he only made Rush Hour two and three, and then he was in Silver Linings Playbook for a minute, and he was great in Silver Linings Playbook. But yeah, he got that twenty million dollars from Rush Hour two and was like, "I'm just gonna make Rush Hour movies for the rest of my life." Peace, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Yeah, good. Bring me my Mai Tai. I'll do a couple stand-ups no, here and there. And we'll I have will a day. not do another Friday movie. I made classy <laughs> films like Rush Hour. Well, he didn't. Yeah. Friday. He didn't want to do more Friday movies because he didn't want to be known as the weed guy. It's too late. Okay. That too late. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, right or wrong. That's He's very cool. Your greatest role. role. You forsake your greatest role, Chris. <laughs> oh, God. But on the fifth element. I Probably do love best. Bruce Willis's Frosted Tips. Those yes. are yeah. No, oh, who's the director of that movie? Uh, Luke Besson. Yes. Yeah. I, I, but nothing. I, I like Luke Besson, and I, like obviously uh, Leon the Professional, great freaking film. Um, Fifth Element is so crazy and out there, and like I love the style of the movie. I, I, like, and he was very invested in in bringing this to life. Um, yeah. Oh, it's great. He never, he never quite hit it like he did again in the Fifth Element. I don't feel like. like I heard no. that. What movie did he do recently? I heard that was pretty Valerian good. was okay. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Valerian. I was not a okay. big fan of Valerian, but yeah, but it, it, yeah, it didn't have that magic though. It, it... Um, he did a District B thirteen, right? No. No. You said District thirteen. Yeah. Uh, no. The. It's like a B thirteen. Flick, I, I thought, but yes, District B thirteen. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, no. yeah, District B thirteen. Yeah, yeah, that that was all right. So yeah, still kind of. You talking about the director? Little, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was confused there for a second. Sorry. Anyway, yes, yeah. it's, it's a little more more gritty than uh, uh, Fifth Element, but still futury. Wow, he wrote. I didn't realize he wrote Taken and the Transporter. That sounds like a Luke Besson thing. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I can see him. I can see him directing Transporter. Like I know he didn't, but I, I, I can see that. I can see the Luke Besson in that movie. <laughs> nah, yeah, he just wrote it. Um, La, La Femme Nikita is is another one on, on his like filmography that is pretty fucking yeah. sweet. But uh, yeah, no, I just like that the fifth element. The, the, like it had just enough craziness, just enough flash, just enough you know, like just enough you know, action, just enough humor. It was, yeah. it was it was rightly mixed. It's it's I it kind of bugs me. On, this is one of the reasons why I don't use Rotten Tomatoes for any type of reviews or anything because I mean they only give the movie a seventy percent, and to me it's much better than a seventy percent. Oh yeah, movie. yeah, oh yeah, you know. Um, you're just more entertained than that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And 
the movie has another Zeus in it too, because the 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 president was mm -hmm. Zeus from No Holds Barred. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Just, uh, just a factual um, thing, because I don't want to hear it in the comments. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't give anything a score. It just averages out uh, critic scores. Yeah, it's an aggregate. Yeah, yeah I don't do. care. It's, I see a score on the website. I see yeah. it. Yeah. So I don't give yeah. a crap. <laughs> because stupid, if, dumb, if they stupid, didn't give it, either. it wouldn't be on their website. So there you go. See, he gets it. I don't see what the problem it's is. Just, it's like Metacritic. <laughs> if you want everything to be be lower score because people are review bombing stuff, you can take the review bombing stuff off. But you don't. So it's that, your score. The, the score does not include review bombs. It's just critics. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I said like Metacritic, Jason. And you guys, hot take? I didn't like the, the fifth element at all when I saw it wow. like 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. well, it doesn't like you, have, you, have, have you grown to like it since then? I have not smarter? tried to watch it because I absolutely hated it the first time I saw it. I thought it was really, awesome. yeah. really that surprises me. I am fucking astounded right now. I'm one of the thirty percent, Tim. <laughs> did did, did yeah. Max spoil the ending for you? Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah me and Ned joked of it. Spoilers Outside don't bother me at all. But no, I want to revisit it now that I've gotten older to see because there's a lot of films I didn't like back then that I like now. I, there's just so much about this movie to me that I mean, like, that makes it so entertaining. I mean, he's got again. It goes. You know, you look back at cast. It's very well casted. Yep. Uh, you know, Gary Oldman plays a, a an amazing Gary bad guy. Oldman. Yes. Yes. You know. You know, he's so good at everything. Yeah, and he he's one of those guys that doesn't need a ton of prosthetics, and he can look like anybody at any time. It just he does it so well, and it's got some of the the honestly, Jay, it's got some of the best quotable lines in any movie you're going to watch. One of my favorites is when I'm trying to speak English and it doesn't really work well, even though it's the only language I know. I always there's a line from Corbin Dallas where he says, "Listen." I only speak two languages, English and bad English. So <laughs> no, uh, I, wanna, yeah. I, I do want to revisit it. I bought it recently on Blu-ray. I have every intention. Of Wait, you bought Aziz. a movie eight? Yeah, yeah. Aziz, nice. He's a collector. He's a collector. I, oh, Aziz, like, I mean, come on. Yeah. Come I, on. Use that with, I use that with my kids when I'm trying to get them to hold a flashlight for me. <laughs> <laughs> Aziz, right. I found it at a garage sale for like a buck. Yeah, oh, there you go. I want to rewatch it. There you go. I've, I've always wondered who would, if they ever made like sequels to that or whatever, who they would have cast to play his mom because that's a recurring thing. His mom constantly needs to talk to him on the phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Betty White, maybe we'll see. Oh, <laughs> would have been a good pick. The I'm sure they're going to deep fake Betty White into a science fiction movie at some point. I'd so. be okay with that. Huh. I wouldn't, but <laughs> that's I don't know. Shit. I, yeah, we'll see. Maybe, maybe they'll get the first deep fake right. You like, like the first time it's not like jarring and offensive. Oh, the first time. Well, they have done it. Like, well, yeah. yeah, jarring and offensive. Yeah, that's the main thing. <laughs> Watching a movie and all of a sudden you're like, huh, Tupac's in this too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was a jarring. I guess oh, you would get the, the Harold Ramis stuff from after like, spoilers, I guess. Um, but it wasn't jarring, but I was still like, eh. I like the Harold Ramis stuff in the Afterlife. I thought that was let him, let him rest in peace. I haven't seen yeah. it yet. Uh, it, it, it's sorry, it's Dan. It's not terrible. You're it's good. Like, it's it's not great, but uh, you know, I was not a fan of the Harold Ramis stuff. Like, well, they did, at least they didn't make him a human. Like he was still like a ghost. Ooh, and I think that's what helped it. Yeah, less. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because he's dead in real life. <laughs>
See? <laughs> so it works. <laughs> and Taylor Ramis did get an Xbox achievement appoint, everybody, just in case we weren't around when that happened. Uh, we had to have said that. We had. We had we've yeah, been around yeah. for like 60 years. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. Honorable is that, mentions? Uh, is that everyone's number ones? Yeah, I've, I've done a couple honorable oh. mentions, so I'll let anybody else go. <laughs> I had Unbreakable as my number one, but y'all said oh. what you need to say about it. I, I will yeah. say, though, uh, the one thing I was thinking about with Unbreakable, I like that Bruce Willis is subdued <laughs> in his performance there, but in the like the artwork is done by Alex Ross, you know, who's the really great like comic book painter. Like he did Kingdom Come and Marvels and all those books. And so he did artwork for Unbreakable. And that's what sold me on if they ever did a version of his story, Earth X, which is mm. like Marvel in apocalyptic future. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis as Captain America in Earth X would have been awesome. Yeah, I, I see that. that. <laughs> I can see that. My honorable mentions would be the first Look Who's Talking and Beavis and Butthead do America. <laughs> As a kid, Look Who's Talking was one of my favorite movies. I, I that was on repeat when I was a I, I like the first two as a yeah. kid. Even, even my childhood self cannot get into the third one. <laughs> I forgot. The dolls started two. talking. Like everybody was talking in the third one. Oh, geez. Yeah, I forgot he was in those for sure. Uh, let's see. Mm. Honorable mention for the worst movie ever made. How about that? Sure. Yeah, All right. Sure. Armageddon. Ooh. Okay. I don't hate Armageddon. Like you like uh, the Pearl Harbor. Armageddon is one of my uh, Michael Bay guilty pleasures. Those I... movies are like the same fucking movie. Yes, they are. <laughs> Thank you, Max. <laughs> so, here, so here's here's the thing for me. I have tried watching that movie four or five different times. I have fallen asleep in that movie every <laughs> single time. I have never finished watching that movie. It bores me to death, and I've always fallen asleep to it. So. It, for me, that means it is the worst movie ever made. To be fair, Tim, I saw that movie. I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters. I worked at the movie theater at the time, so I watched it when I was working there, and I was like, huh, it was good. And then I never bothered watching it again, so it made the, suck. The first time we tried watching it, um, it was on in the hospital right after my wife gave birth to our oldest son. <laughs> and Is your oldest son named Bruce? No, no, has, no, not even close. But yeah, I uh, asteroid. I'm just kidding. Armageddon. Uh, no, his middle name is Deep Impact, though. But, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, big hands. Yeah, we finally get a black president in Deep Impact, and the Earth goes to shit. Yep. Oh That's my. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh yeah, I just, we tried, my wife and I both fell asleep. And then I remember we, we had some people over a little while afterwards. I think it was, you know, uh, it was really close friends of ours, right at like, right after Parker was born and we brought him home from the hospital and they're like, Hey, we brought a movie. And it was like, I was like, Oh yay. And I fell asleep. We had this big, like sectional couch. I fell asleep in the corner of it. <clears throat> yeah. So. Now. Okay. <laughs> you were like, we had this big sex. And, and then you said Chanel. So I was. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I thought That's it was a very close cool uh, No, so yeah, that wasn't going to happen. My wife just came home from the hospital. So, <laughs> and, like, among other reasons why that wasn't going to happen. So. Oh, my goodness. Um, my honorable mention goes to The Jackal. 
Oh. oh. <laughs> a terrible Bruce Willis movie. Uh, but I love Jack Black in this movie. <laughs> he plays like a gunsmith. <laughs> and then like Bruce Willis kills him. And it's, it's great. And any scene of Jack Black in it is it's worth crazy. watching. Um, the movie's not good, but uh, I, I don't know why I just love Jack Black's character in this movie. And that's uh, good. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say my other honorable mention would be Expendables too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. I, 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 like... I, 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 I dug the novelty of the expend the first Expendables movie, but then like when Chuck Norris tells a Chuck Norris joke in Expendables 2, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I kind of jumped out shark there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the second, one, second one's my favorite. It's the, it's the one where they know what they are. Like, in the first one, they're still trying to make a normal movie. Well, in the second one, they're playing more to the spoof. In, no, it, it, with the second one, it's like the fulfilling of, it was like, okay, we made the giant action movie with all of the action stars oh. in it. Of course, we have to make the even bigger sequel, right? Yeah. Like, that's you know what we have to do, and, and and the only reason that you like it better is because Jean Claude Van Damme is in it. Don't sit there and play like the, like like oh no, that, I thought it was better. I, I thought the writing was better, and they found no 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 no. Right. I'm not no, the only no, one. Like bullshit. The, that's bullshit. I call you on your bullshit. It's because of Jean Claude Van Damme. Expendables Two is the more loved of the franchise amongst most people, and I fall on that floor. <laughs> the fuck out of here! No way. One hundred percent. I have two honorable mentions. Yes. <laughs> uh, because Bruce Willis is in it for uh, three seconds. The player. Because I will always talk about the player. <laughs> it's just a... Uh, it's a kind of a murder mystery, although you you know who, who did it from the very beginning, uh, that, that that is just steeped with all kinds of Easter eggs from Hollywood. Hmm. And I, I I dig it like they they do the whole one of us from Freaks. I just got to so, show that I'm not wrong. Expendables. Nobody gives a shit about the Expendables, JT. A 42, Expendables three as a 32, and Expendables two as a 67. I don't give a shit. Let me talk about the player. Max, Max made it sound like I was out of my mind. You are. I mean. Uh. So yeah, it's it it's a really cool flick, and you should all watch it. What's your second one? I'm curious. Uh, second one is Apocalypse. Not a movie. It's a PS1 game with the voice oh, of Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> and the cover kind of looks like it could be Armageddon. I remember that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 does. And he he like recorded like 20 lines and they just keep playing over and over and over again. And it, it, but but it's it's fun because you get to play Bruce Willis just blowing shit up. You know, you uh, a movie that in the future my list. And I took it off because I thought it would make Mike's list. Was Moonrise Kingdom? Mm. I thought he was really. Good I haven't in that. seen Moonrise. Okay, that's one of his recent but, ones. But I thought that's one of the Wes Anderson's I haven't gotten to. I want to, but I was curious. Uh, Dan, has he Yo. ever given credit to what was it? The rumor that he's in Driller Killer. I don't know. Because Abel Ferrara is like the guy who washes the window in that one scene. That's supposed to be Bruce Willis before he was big. But Abel Ferrara, yeah, you know, yeah. Was, so I was just. Curious, I mean, I, like, I'm. I, I heard it, but I I don't know. Planet Terror. I like that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Except he's the biggest fan of Planet Terror. I like Death Proof. Four yeah. Rooms. Oh, I just yeah. watched Death Proof. Second and Four Rooms is really good. I, I, that's my honorable mention is his, his brief segment in Four Rooms. I want to or... see Four Rooms. It's like four different directors direct a different room yeah. in a movie, right? They're, they're good. 
good. Oh, or or you can say last man standing, which is was that the, the version one? of yeah. Well, that that that's a, a mobster one. That that that's a uh, remake of uh, uh, a fistful of dollars, which was already a remake. So, <laughs> so there you go. Um. One last, or yeah, for me, honorable mention. Uh, shit, what fucking movie was I just thinking about? Uh, 16 Blocks with uh, oh. it's Bruce Willis and Most Deaf. Um, and, and like Bruce Willis plays a fucking cop who's, you know, like, he's drinking, you know, he's, he's yeah. hungover, <laughs> he's, he's had enough, he, like life sucks. But like he says, life is long, you know? Like, and most people are like, oh, life is too short, you know, life is short, life is short. And this dude is, like, so beaten down. He's like, life is fucking long. Like, you got to like, do whatever. You know, like, it's it all sucks. It takes forever. <laughs> like, yeah, that, yeah. That, that was, like, an interesting perspective. And I've, I've never, like, heard anyone say it like that before. So, like, that's what that movie grabbed me. But uh, it's not, it's also not a great movie. But uh, there's some interesting things in there. To everybody There's out there that nope. is sad that Bruce Willis is retiring, I do want to let you know that he has eight more movies filmed and ready to come out. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be you still have some time for some Bruce Willis movies. Yeah, more, eight eight more movies with what Dan was talking about. We're like, well, we really tried to do a thing here and we missed the market. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Max. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. There, there is a, a, a Norwegian black metal band that that that, that did the lyrics. Uh, life is short but long in the living. So there you go. <laughs> I will have to check out more Norwegian metal bands. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, uh, hey, uh, have you have any of you guys seen the Surrogate? The surrogate? Sur that's one where he's like robot bodies, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I saw oh, the yeah, I saw that. Ago. I saw that movie. Yeah. Is it isn't it decent at least? <laughs> is it watchable? Is it watchable? It's watchable, it's watchable for sure. Okay. It's watchable for sure. It's not great. It's not like terrible. It's in the, it's it's that bad. It's the bad kind of bad where it's entirely forgettable. Mm. Oh. Mediocre um, bad. Yes. Speaking of retiring, were there any was that legitimate Jim Carrey retiring, he said? Ed, supposedly. Yeah, he, supposedly. He, yeah. He's what taking some time off is what, what he Okay. What he's he, saying. He released so. a statement about what happened at the Oscars, and I think that was it. Because he, he was really sick and that Will Smith got a standing ovation. And he's like, I realized oh. that Hollywood is no longer the cool club. And he's like, I've made enough money. I've done everything I want to do in this business, and I want to go paint and live quietly in my house now. See, I thought because it the news was posted on April 1st, so I'm like, ah, okay. There was an actual video interview of him talking about the, the whole scene at the Oscars and then yeah. what he felt about it afterwards. It wasn't just a, a print article. There's an actual interview of him. I don't remember what morning show he was on, but he's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. That's not even cool. So, yeah. you know, he's yeah. said, I've, I've done enough. I've made enough money. You know, I'm good. he's fairly certain he's going to retire. And he's going out more or less on top. Like, if he had retired, like, three years ago, you couldn't really say that. But Kidding on Showtime was really good, and Sonic was a return to form for him. And Sonic 2 being his last movie makes sense. So, I love Jim Carrey. I'm sad that he's retiring, because I'll never get Ace Ventura 3. Old yeah, man but Ventura. I feel like if there's something that grabs him, he'll he'll go do it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like... Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, like I'm it's like just don't call me for every fucking thing. Like, yeah. you know, you better need Jim right. Carrey if you want Jim Carrey. Like there's no um, expectations for stuff. Yeah. 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 I, 
because actors like attention, so that doesn't it, go yeah. away. Well, there's that. <laughs> and he's being very reactionary too. So who knows if he's yeah. sick? It's right. Like he said. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole scene of the Oscars made him sick. If he realized, you know, I'm not so, the cool guy so anymore. No, no Truman Show too. I love yeah. Truman Show. I love Truman. Truman Show too. Jesus Christ. Truman Show was way ahead of its time. Yeah, it was. It was a good movie. We live like that, that life now. No, but we do it to ourselves, and we're entirely yeah, aware yeah, that it's happening. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's no, no, the no. Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> I would, hey, man, I could see a studio like Netflix adopting a child and then putting it up on TV for. Well, all that's YouTube, right? All those people that yeah, put yeah, their kids yeah. out on YouTube. Yeah, that is YouTube. Yeah, that's your they family vlogs. Exploiting hmm. their children. Yeah, come. Let's go uh, unbox shit with Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, wow, you pulled that out. <laughs> know who Ryan is. <laughs> that kid makes a million dollars and some change a year. No shit. And, and, and he has everything he's ever wanted. So yep. I just hope they're saving is like eventually that's gonna fall off and he'll just feel like ghost for the rest of his life after he did as a kid. Wow. Cool. Oh, I hope his parents don't rob him blind, so you know that's my fingers crossed, yeah. too. I hope not. Yeah. I, I kind of hope they do. Yeah, yeah, I want them to. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're not bitter. You and I are agreeing way too much today. That kid makes thirty-two million. Whatever, fuck that kid. I never got. Yeah, that yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I hate that kid. He is worth thirty-two million dollars. That is ridiculous. I don't even know who to go very, very wrong in this world. Max and, and Dan are like, yeah, yeah, you agree? It's yeah, a little kid and his parents. <laughs> yeah, make, he just and he makes like yeah. style yeah. videos. Uh, no, okay. no, they, they, they just you'll, buy him shit, and he opens the box, and he's like, "Oh, look at this! I love this." As it's like, you'll, has, find, you'll find that Dan and I only agree about the the, the, the most terrible things. Yeah, <laughs> probably. We're standing on the precipice of hell, and you guys are like, "This is great." You guys like this? Yeah, this is good. All right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yes, I really like the fire. <laughs> yes, I'm warm. You warm? I'm good. But he also does like a Blues Clues style show on his YouTube. Oh. Oh, great. Can't wait to watch one of those. Like, it's not for us. That's not for me. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to. How did you come across Ryan? <laughs> because there, there's a Switch game called Racing with Ryan. And it, it's been on discount on, on the Switch for like two years. So every time I look to see what's on sale. And, and one time I was like, the hell is this? And now I'm and sad. I tried to find out. He played it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my goodness. Woo. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck that kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've been everywhere today. We talked about Bruce Willis. We talked about a little five-year-old that they don't like. And um, <laughs> now it's time to wrap up the show. Oh I want to see Tim from Funny Science Fiction and Public. I wish people Attic. would send me shit for the honor of having Yeah, yeah, no, no crap. Like, you know, <laughs> one day he's going to come home from school and his parents have just, like, absconded. <laughs> like, he's had a giant pile of toys to keep him company for the rest oh, of his God, life. Like, terrible. And <laughs> funny bucks. And twenty bucks for pizza. He's, like... he's eating the play-doh in the corner. <laughs> We're making Bruce Wayne right now. Oh my god! Oh, 
What if parents aren't dead? They're just assholes. That's the, that's the fun part. Ultimate universe. Oh <laughs> yeah, tell us about your new project, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? My dog ripped Tim, Funny Science Fiction and Pop Culture Addict. Tell us about your show. Uh, so, so Funny Science Fiction, we interview people in this, the sci-fi world. Our most recent interview is with Eric Cavare, who has been in The Mummy. He's been in, um, goodness, my mind just went blank. A whole bunch of stuff. Day. Independence Day. Yeah, he was in that. He was in Heroes on TV. Um, yeah, a lot of different things. Eric Cavare is an awesome guy. Uh, we have an absolutely great chat with him, and <laughs> he actually subscribed to my YouTube channel yesterday. Hey, that was hey, super cool. Hey, oh, that was awesome. Uh, and then on Pop Culture Addicts, we talk to people in the pop culture world, not necessarily sci-fi, but you know, we do talk to some sci-fi people there. Uh, our new interview comes out tomorrow morning, and that is with uh, Patrika Darbo. She is an Emmy Award-winning daytime drama actress. Uh, so really cool. Uh, well, thanks to Tim. Tim sends if I need somebody's uh, email address, Tim sends it to me, and I appreciate it because I just got Bobcat Goldwaite's information. Oh I'm yeah, reaching out to him. Goldwaite. Goldwaite. You might want to say his name Goldthwait. right. Yeah, yeah really. I'm emailing <laughs> Max. He's like, hi, I'm going to come over. Like to come on our show? <laughs> no, no, no. I avoid the last name if I can't say um, it. Now. If if we get Bobcat Goldthwait on the show, I'm probably going to shit my pants and die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I got. It. I mean, it's great for views. <laughs> Maybe live. <laughs> How about I mean, it? Yeah. Because I'm not going to believe it until it happens. And then when it happens, I'm going to shit my pants and die. <laughs> well, I didn't do that, Max, but I felt like I was going to when we had Sam Witwer on on Funny Science Fiction. Mm-hmm. Getting him on the show, I was trying very nice. hard not to fanboy and giggle the whole time he was there. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally incapable of professionalism oh, when some okay. people like... <laughs> you, you, you know that the, the whole thing with uh, uh, do you remember the thing with Chris Farley on Saturday Night Live? We were sitting there talking with Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember when you were, you were with, you were with the Beatles? Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That's yeah, what I felt like the entire time I talked to to uh, Sam Witwer. I was that was like, uh, Max's interview remember? with Michael Rooker. <laughs> yeah, Michael Rooker and um, Leon from uh, yeah, from Cool Runnings. Runnings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh god, yeah. yeah. Uh, full on, just like I I can't. Think of words to say. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Acted movies. Yes. Yeah. Remember when you were? Remember when you were Cool Runnings? <laughs> that, that, that was awesome. Like he's not the greatest interview. Like he doesn't give you a lot. You know, like, you got to kind of like try to get stuff out of him. So it was, it was terrible because like. I was incapable of trying to find a question so, to engage you with. So you couldn't talk, and he wasn't going to talk. Yeah, yeah. So, it was, I, I, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. I asked questions, but he, yeah, it was good. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we got through it. We got through it. But <laughs> I, I was just geeking out the whole time. It was, it was, it yeah. was bad. It's always cool when you're able to get somebody on the show like that, though, when you have that type of, of draw to what they've done and, and why they're there with you. It's it's kind of a cool moment, and especially as something when you're able to look back on it and you figure out that you did get through, it and it's not as maybe because like when we did Whitware's interview, I thought for sure that that it was me just sitting there the whole time, like I'm telling you, awesome. <laughs> did you make him do um, a full interview as uh, Palpatine? No, no, he only did that. He we only asked him to do. A, we actually we never asked him to do Darth Maul's voice because he always gets asked to do that. Um, and so we the, what we asked him to do because we had him on for episode sixty six. Oh, uh, nice. We asked we nice. asked him to execute 
episode 66 instead of execute execute order 66 so when you listen to the beginning of the show he says hi this is sam Witwer. you're listening to the funny science fiction podcast and then he goes into his version of palpatine which he did for rebels uh until uh ian mcdermott was hired to come back in and re reread the lines um and, but yeah so he, <laughs> he, he does it and he goes you know, right into it execute orders you know episode 66 it was really cool Sam um, were um, Max. He used to be part of the the movie trivia showdown, the Star Wars edition. Mm-hmm. And there is not a, he, he always won because he knows everything about Star Wars. Like yeah. literally, this guy yeah. walking. So, yeah, he, oh, he is. At the end of every funny science fiction show, every one of our guests, we we put through a bit of a quiz. Okay, some of them we throw softballs at him, and some of them we he. I actually tried to make it hard. I tried. He went five for five. He got all five questions right. Half the time he didn't need it. We get, you know, because we give multiple choice on all the questions. He didn't need the multiple choices. He just told us what the answer was. And I'm like, all right, I give up. I tried. Yeah. He's, he's one of the guys I want to get on this show at some point because I think he is just awesome. He is. He's amazing. Great interview. If you get a chance, if you get him on the show, talk to him about his music. He loves, he's, he's got a band called the Crash Tones. And, um, it's oh. it's kind of the music's not down one genre. It's kind of kind of skips around a lot, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, but it, it's pretty cool. And he's one of the few musicians I know that still puts stuff out on cassette. So there's that. Nice. Yeah, no, they oh. all do. Now. That's uh, coming back. Cause that's coming back. Oh god. Yeah. No, 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 it's not. No. Yes, it is. Yes, no. it is. No. Yes, Just because you is. say it doesn't mean I have to believe it. true. I yeah, am not going to sit there with an e- with a pencil and spin it trying to get my, my tape back in. No. Oh, the good old days. I have yeah. a question for I, you. I, I, I can't wait for five more years when we get eight tracks again. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Somebody uh, coming back too. No, but like yeah, the cassette was the penultimate form of the eight track. Like the eight, it evolved. That was the height of the evolution of that technology. So there was big and sucky, and then they had small and sucky, and then they're like, yeah, let's put it on on tape. Uh, uh, Tim, did uh, yeah. I, I watched the interview? It's just been some time since I watched it. Did you uh, avoid um, Doomsday in Smallville? We talked about it very briefly. Uh, we didn't talk about it a lot, but we talked about it briefly. Um, you know, we mentioned his role on Dexter too. We talked about that a little bit. Who was he uh, on Dexter? Uh, oh, guys, guys, I gotta go. My dog has ripped something apart, and there's just pieces of it. I don't know what <laughs> mystery I'm gonna find. That's fine. Everybody, follow us at Big Geeks Podcast. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful week. Bye. <laughs>